boop. Hey, everybody, we're live. Everybody wave. Do something. Get <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Happy uh, happy holidays, happy post holidays. Is it? I guess New Year's is a holiday, so it's, it's post pre, whatever holidays you celebrate. Happy happy to you. Hopefully um, everything's going well for you. We're here. This is it. This is day two of our our charity stream for Roll Twenty and their uh, Code Twenty Forty. I will get into exactly what that means here in a second. I want to go through uh, some of our 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 in in home sponsors first before we get to that, and then and then we'll put the spotlight on that um that charity and what we're what we're all doing here tonight we're going to try to raise some money and if uh last night was any indication we will do uh just that so a couple uh sponsors that we have here at the feather vault tabletop channel is found familiar coffee uh you may have seen aaron one of the founders of found familiar coffee playing in last night's game uh he was teddy the adorable bee master um he got a he got a friend early in that game called uh daddy uh, you have to go back and watch it uh but you can use code featherfall to receive a uh, 10 percent off any of your orders uh the link is in the chat there thank you uh robo there's also a link down below i will say i just ordered um some of their meta magic and uh coffee blend an, a shirt because I, I need a found familiar shirt but i also got a sticker with their new logo so i'm excited Hey, randomly generated. <laughs> Thanks, for, <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, so I did order some of that. So uh, they are also providing some uh, coupon codes and gift cards for giveaways uh, tonight. And you should see some of those uh, milestones uh, scrolling on the screen there as we go. Um, so, yeah, we're going to try to hit some milestones and get you guys some goodies, uh, get you all some goodies. That would be a great idea. Uh, second sponsor for Feather, uh, Featherfall Tabletop is Skull Splitter Dice. Uh, you can use code Featherfall again to receive 10% off. Link will be in chat here in just a second, and I'm sure it'll be down below. Uh, they also provided some lovely gifts for our giveaway. Uh, a set of their um, glorious metal dice and a, 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 like a Viking skull mug. Uh, you should be seeing a picture on that on the screen there sometime. Um, pretty, pretty hefty looking. Uh, I did not get to get to hold it but it does uh it does look hefty all right that brings us to roll 20 roll 20.net this is how we roll this is their charity event code 2040 and they also have gifted some things uh, a couple uh codes to redeem tasha's cauldron of everything so if uh, you haven't picked that one up yet there's a chance you could win that but let's get into what code 2040 is it is a nonprofit activating connecting and mobilizing the largest racial equity community in tech to dismantle the structural barriers that prevent the full participation and leadership of black and latinx technologists in the innovation economy through events trainings early career programs and knowledge sharing code 2040 equips black and latinx technologists and their allies with the tools connections and care they need to advocate for and achieve racial equity in the industry so if that sounds like uh, uh, something you can get behind and you are able to do so, the link is in um, the chat there to donate some money to that. Last night we raised $500 uh, for this, and we're, that's our goal tonight as well. So, and I believe we're already at, whoa, I look away for a second. We were at, uh, we were at $20 for the evening tonight, and we were just jumped up 20 more. So, uh, Cranky, thank you again for uh, getting this uh, thing started. So that gives us three rolls now on our 
on our uh, random tables. And I should say, that's what those donations get the players. Every donation that you put in there gets us some rolls on some random tables. Uh, and we'll kind of, we'll dive into those as the story unfolds, but I, I got to keep in track here. So we have three so far. So I think that's housekeeping. Good. All right. I'm going to move around the table here and we're going to have the players introduce themselves. Um, you're going to introduce yourself personally, who you are and where they can find you on the internet, if you so choose to share that. And you're also going to give us some, an introduction to your character, uh, who you're playing, uh, uh, class that they are, what, whatever information you want to give us about them. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, here for the funsies. Thanks for the follow. And Vic, thanks for the subscription. Appreciate it. And same to you, uh, Wolfskin and and Star, thanks for the follow. There we are. Okay, uh, let's start with Robo. I'm gonna start with what? you. <laughs> how, how am I at any corner? Of I know you're kind of, you're in the middle. Well, I didn't want to put like a, a somebody new on the spot, so I, I you know I went with an, a known a known commodity here. <laughs> no problem. So okay. Robo, tell us uh, where we can find you and uh, maybe what you got going on and a little bit about your character. Sure. Um, so I am Robo Raygun. Uh, I go by Robo Raygun on all uh, platforms: uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, uh, Instagram, everything. Um, I don't particularly stream, but I stream on these guys' channels, Featherfall T Tabletop. Um, and we, I'm in a campaign right now doing um, Descent into Avernus. Uh, that's on Wednesdays. Um, so that you can find me there, uh, streaming with these guys. Um, my character tonight, uh, their name is uh, Ardelia Rose, um, but they go by Artie instead. Um, he's actually a, a wood elf uh, that is uh, grow. He basically grew up kind of like a wild child in the forest. He's a ranger, um, and he was raised by um, all the woodland creatures, like the, the bunnies, the squirrels, and uh, the birds. So he's like a like a Snow White in terms of he always has these little pets and animals with him. Um, and his subclass is a swarmkeeper, also similar to Teddy's yesterday, except that uh, he has full control of his little animal swarm. That he, he sends around to do things for him so um he's uh, accompanying um victor right now traveling uh, as they go on adventures so. awesome awesome thanks robo let's move up to typo tell us about yourself Hi, uh, where we can find you and who you're playing tonight uh, hello there i'm typo professional engineer and amateur ttrpg stream hobo uh you can find me generally bouncing around featherfold tabletop uh polish cryptid channel and friends who roll dice um you can also find me on my twitter if that's posted anywhere um <laughs> i'm going to be playing alistair roseheart a paladin of world renown though the world may not perhaps know this exactly uh trust me he's known in a few counties over yeah that county you know the one of ashwood or something or other Anyhow, he's totally a paladin, and he's totally good and loyal, and definitely here on an honorable crusade. <laughs> we cannot confirm or deny any of what you just said, but he is. He is an Eladrin, about six uh, and a half feet tall, so he's a bit of a giant, and dressed in this shining silver armor with like this red and green with blonde hair and rose-colored eyes. Rose-colored eyes like it. Uh, thanks, Typo. Good to have you back on the channel. Um, let's move over Thank to, you. to Crow at the very top there. Crow, tell us uh, who you are and where we can find you, who you're playing tonight. 
Hey guys, I'm Crow, as you just said. It's kind of hard to find me online right now, but taking a vacation for the holidays. But I am a freelance artist and a concept artist for video games and animation. And I'll be playing a little halfling girl named Pip. And she is a fey-touched halfling with weird deer ears and tail and blue-green eyes. And, well, you'll find out she is. She's a monk and sorcerer. Multi-classer. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for being here tonight, Crow. I uh, appreciate it. All right, moving down, M. Vic, uh, tell us about yourself and tell us who you're playing tonight. Sure thing. Um, my name's M. Vic Plays, and you can find me here on Twitch. I'm a streamer, uh, different things, um, mostly DBD, not DND. Um, <laughs> this is my first time playing DND, so I'm really excited. Um, but I'm also on Twitter and on Instagram as Invic Plays as well. Um, my character that I'm playing is Victor, and he's a draconic sorcerer. He came into his powers at the age of 16. He was not raised by his birth parents, so he had to make the difficult decision to leave home to learn about his background, his birth family, find an adventure, hone his magic ability, and help those in need. And along the way, you know, being by myself and not knowing anything, I ran into Ardelia, and they've agreed to help me on my journey awesome. to find myself. Awesome. Great. Thanks. Uh, happy to have you here. Thanks for uh, uh, joining us tonight. Thank you. And last but not least, Star, let us know who you are, where they can find you, and who you're playing tonight. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Star. You can find me on the internet pretty much most social media uh, as Mad Rad Star Child. Um, I'm more active on Twitter and Tumblr than, than anything, but <laughs> uh, I do stream sometimes on my Twitch channel as well. Um, randomly with absolutely zero schedules so sorry about that um and tonight i will be playing uh alice which stands for advanced life force incubation control engine a warforged who was created for the sole purpose of uh being a vessel for a soul uh for an archmage who wanted to cheat death uh so the the mage might show up maybe if it becomes appropriate because he talks in her mind um and she is an artificer awesome cool. that is uh going to be fun i hope some of these uh random tables bring out uh your friend there uh that would be great and uh, excuse me i misspoke star was not the last this is what happens when you start in the middle like instead of a, a clear starting point uh i i almost forgot dion uh, Dion, <laughs> last but not least, uh, let us know who you are, where we can find you, and who you're playing tonight. Hello, I'm Dion. I'm uh, a Twitch streamer. I go by the name Substances Used. Uh, that's me in the chat that's been there. Me, hi. Uh, I'm kind of relatively new to Twitch in the last couple of months. I came here looking for people to play D&D with, and that's what I found, so I'm here. Uh, I am playing Elsa Puffington, a grave cleric who worships Kalimbor, uh, mm. who was a paladin that seeked out the destruction of undead. Elsa herself has uh, ventured out of her uh, clerical studies to finally go out into the real world. She's never really left the temple, doesn't know how to talk to people, 
and uh, this is kind of one track mind of kill all undead. <laughs> That's it. Uh, all right. Well, Dion, thank you for being here as well. And I sh should say, Star, thank you for being here. If I, I forgot to say that. Um, uh, glad to have you all. Thank you. All right. I think that's introductions. Ooh. We just got another $50 donation. What? So that's going to be four rolls on the old charts there uh, when we get to them. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Deborah, for the uh, $50 donation. Uh, appreciate it. Cool. And I assume because you didn't put anonymous, I can call your name out. Um, <laughs> so we'll do that. So here we go. Let's jump in. Because I want to get some of these uh, these rolls off of my shoulders and onto your plates. Uh, <laughs> so here we are. We are playing uh, a, a one-shot module called A Wild Hunt from Uncaged Anthologies Volume 1. This is written by Kat Kruger. Um, this is... Uh, I was going to reveal something that should not be revealed to the players. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's one of those DM skills where you just, you know, you, you know when to stop talking. Uh, <laughs> but here we are. Uh, so the... the the players have been given the adventure hook, and I will read that to everyone. While traveling through the region, the adventuring party has heard rumors of an abandoned farmstead. The livestock mysteriously died, and the family went missing shortly after. Villagers from the surrounding area believe the property to be cursed. A monk who inhabits a mountain forest has posted notice in nearby villages seeking assistance to put to rest the curse that overshadows the ranch. The posting promises riches, both material and spiritual. And that's where we pick up with all of you. Some of you have traveled here together. Some of you um, have just by happenstance met these uh, fellow adventurers at this job board in a local village. And that's where we're going to pick up. You are all kind of uh, all agreed to the terms of this uh, job posting and are now going to be headed to uh, this, this monk. Um, from what you can tell, there is about an hour's journey um, out of this village and through the forest to get to this monk's, uh, this monk's uh, house. Um, so that's where we're going to pick up. I'll leave it to you to kind of set the scene, maybe a little bit more than that. Get yourselves in, in uh, character here. Okay. Well, my newfound friends, it would seem that we've all taken the same job. A noble quest to hunt down some undead, it seems. So it appears. Truly, there is nothing more valorous, he says, eyeballing the reward. <laughs> <laughs> Rewards are nothing that I need. I just want to make sure that these undead are taken care of. And I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> I care not for rewards. I'm just here for the book. I look at Al Alistair. <laughs> Al Alistair <laughs> I told you, I told you, I'd get that back to you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ardeo is going to look over to Victor and be like, aren't you glad that we took this job? Uh, look, you might be able to f find something out about your magic powers. Yeah, I'm so excited to be able to learn about myself. <laughs> I should say, I, I skipped over to Here for the Funsies and Star. Thank you for the donation. So that's two more oh. rolls. We are up to, uh, that looks like six on my count. Um, so let's just go ahead. And I'm going to start with Typo. I need you to roll <clears throat> a D8 for me. A D8. I don't need Divine Sense to know that something bad's about to happen. <laughs> That's one roll off the charts. There. A D8? Yeah, D8. Let's see what's going to happen here. 
Seven. The noblest number. Especially in threes and in casinos. <laughs> um, so in, during your travel here to this uh, to this this village, you you had a you had to stay over at an, at an inn, and you ate something that didn't stick with you quite as normal food does. Um, and since then, you haven't felt hunger, and you haven't felt the need for sleep for the day since. Um, so for the duration which is another three days, so that'll encompass this whole scenario. You can't be put to sleep by magic. Uh-huh. And, uh... Oh! Congrats. Wow, this is amazing! <laughs> I'm an elf, and I just realized it! Yeah, but you also <laughs> you also aren't getting tired, so even, like, that, that elven trance that you would go into is not even, like, coming into effect. Like, you're not feeling any sort of effects from being any sort of tired. The gods must be smiling on me. Isn't that right, Pip? Sure. <laughs> You're an amazing hype man, Pip. I do what I can. Pat's on head. Don't pet me. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't do it again. He will do it again. Victor, you mentioned you'd like to learn more about yourself during this mission. Yes, I just came into some powers and I didn't realize I had them. And so I had to leave my home. Um, but, you know, now I'm here and I think if I'm able to work with you all and we're able to help people along the way, I might just find out more about myself. There's always something to learn on a journey. Um, That's and, what I found out. And with that, Victor, go ahead and roll me a D10. <laughs> so so in um in roll 20 the second one from the bottom a d10 there it's kind of right in the middle a three a three. Oh, this one's no fun i'm gonna move this because this doesn't help us at all okay <laughs> you um you gain the enlarge or reduce effects spell for one hour and this is one of the the magical things that you've you've kind of stepped into as you've started this journey of yours, um, something that, you know, you really have no um, answer for it. So you can, let me, uh, I'll read what Enlarge and Reduce does. You can, you can double in size or you can uh, be halved. And, and I'll say you can, you can use that once throughout tonight's uh, adventure. So if there's, you know, something that you think might, uh, you know, be beneficial of uh, growing bigger or reducing yourself, you have that use once. So if you, you can note it somewhere, uh, I'll try to remember as well. Um, there are some other advantages that come with that. Uh, you gain a little bit extra damage uh, if you enlarge. Um, if you reduce, uh, people do less damage to you. Other, and that's above and beyond being bigger or smaller. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so there is a clear path heading out of town. Um, we do. It, it is an hour journey, so I, I want to make sure uh, we all have uh, time to kind of uh, figure out our characters and, and role play through that journey. Um, so just let let me know when you're ready to leave town, and, and or if you're if you're walking and talking, we can do that as well. Yeah, Tr truly, Victor, there is no journey more noble than the journey of self discovery. And don't worry, you're in good company. Yes, I, I can I, tell. I am a noble paladin, and this here, Pip, is one of the most fearsome creatures you will ever find. Isn't that right, Pip? Show them your girl face. 
she just kind of sticks her hands out like the collar of her long like ankle length cloak and just like she has a little thumbs up by her face here some (laughs) 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 I roll for hype (laughs) I roll for hype (laughs) I roll against your hype (laughs) (laughs) if we have a little bit of time I might uh, I have some basic magic that allows me to be alert to other magic that may be around the area. Should should I do that now, or should I wait until we arrive? It takes ten minutes. I have to sit and focus for ten minutes. I'd say I maybe wait until we get there. <laughs> that way we can just be prepared for as long as possible while there. I agree. I think it would be very useful when we're there in case there's any magic we need to know about. Well, I suppose it can't be too bothersome to be prepared for it for both cases. I mean, we're not in a rush, are we? Dan, can you cast a ritual while you're walking or no? Um, I'll answer that here in just a second. Night Owl, thank you for the donation. That's another roll we got. Um, appreciate it. And... Whoa, Lorenzo, thank you for the $50 donation. Pip oh, is the most yeah. fearsome. And fearsome's in quotes. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, can you cast a ritual while walking? Uh, I give, <laughs> give, me, um, give me an Arcana check. Let's, let's see that. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll set a DC. Give me an Arcana check, and we'll see if you can uh, walk and... Multitask, basically. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, you can do it. Um, as long as the path stays fairly clear, as long as you're not you're not the trailblazer, uh, and you kind of have somebody in front of you and behind you, you'll be able to cast that ritual. Awesome. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, this trail leading out of this town um, has there is a path. Uh, that you know to take to the uh, the monk's place, it does become difficult terrain. So definitely, Alice, you'll need um, you'll need somebody in front of you as uh, it becomes kind of tangled in 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 uh, underbrush and and vines and roots that are you know it's not a a well traveled path. Um, and as you're going through here, um, give me uh, everybody go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. As you leave the main path onto this uh, kind of uh, uh, ill-trodden uh, side side street here, <clears throat> and go ahead and call out what what you rolled for me. Twenty good, eight. Twenty eight. Eight. <laughs> I got a ten. Okay. Twenty. Ooh, another twenty. <laughs> Who, who are we missing? Crow? Did I get yours? Yeah, sorry. Real funny. It's being... You need to look over the, your collar. You need to look over it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Victor and... And uh, uh, Dion, what's your character's name? Sorry. 
Uh, my character's name is Elsa. Victor and Elsa, you see, you feel more than you see here. Uh, a presence in, in these woods that are following you from a distance. It's almost as if you're, you're being stalked. Like it, it's, and, and, and uh, uh, Pip, you, you see it too with that. Yeah. That there. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's it. That's the luck you get uh, tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, for those in chat, uh, Pip just rolled uh, two twenties in a row. Um, not impossible, <laughs> but awesome. Nonetheless. Uh, so Pip, yeah, you get it as well. And as you're peering over the collar of your jacket, and, and it's not like you could see see anything. It's more like you feel it, and every now and then you catch like a, like a leaf kind of moving in, in a in a weird way, like it was brushed up against. But then whatever may have moved it uh, is so deft that it, it's hard to track, even with that natural twenty. Could I do an action? Yeah, what would you like to do? I'm going to do Eyes of the Grave. It's my uh, first level grave domain feature. Uh, I gain the ability to occasionally sense the presence of undead, whose existence is an insult to the natural cycle of life. As an action, I open my awareness to magically detect undead. Until the end of my next turn, I know the location of any undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover and that is not protected from divination magic. The sense doesn't tell you anything about a creature's capabilities or identity. Okay. Um, sorry, in my the the DM's ever multitasking. So you want to cast that, and and what are you trying to get out from it? Let me. Uh, it basically is like a a quick little blip blip radar of sixty okay. feet of any undead if they're not okay. behind total okay. cover or concealment. Yeah, so as you you're kind of catching some of these uh, these these traces and movements within the, uh, the the forest here, you 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 fire that off and you you don't get anything back uh, undead. Okay. Um, so right. definitely not undead. And and, right. and judging by the way it's moving, it's almost like a creature of the woods, like a uh, a predator would move, be able to move throughout. Uh, the, these forests and be able to go unseen and unheard. And I should um, pause us there for a moment. We have met our first goal already, folks. We have met our first goal already. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> randomly generated $5 for Pip. <laughs> that gets us to our first goal. So holy cow, um, I got to remember to get on these rolls. Let's do a giveaway. Let's do a giveaway. What do you say? So in chat, if you are here in chat, you are going to type code 2040. That's what it is, right? For some reason, I have 420 in my head. Mm. I, You know, just number association. Don't think too deep into that. Code 2040 is going to get you entered into that chat. We're going to compile a list. Uh, Billy Zed, uh, Featherfall Tabletop is going to uh, go ahead and uh, randomly generate us a winner there. So code 2040 in chat. I'll give you a minute or so to kind of get that in there. This is the first of three, ladies and gentlemen. First of three. Uh, and this first one, that Skull Splitter Metal Dice set is up for grabs, as well as a 25% off of Found Familiar Coffee. Okay, 25% off and a set of metal dice. And those metal dice are legit. So... Uh, definitely get in on this. So code 2040. I'll let that go on. 
let's get back into the game. Holy cow, man, multitasking. Like, DMing's hard enough, guys, but try to do a charity. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the, you know, I signed up for it. It's. I don't envy you. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So, um, as as you guys are, was there anything else you wanted to do uh, after you got your reading back? I'm just going to relate the information to the party that, like, you know, just keep your eyes open. There's stuff around us, but it doesn't seem to be anything malevolent. Hmm. Okay. I'm feeling it, too. I keep feeling like something's stalking us. I, I do have, uh, I'm concentrating on detect magic because I'll just be casting it ritually okay. as we are going. Okay. Um, so okay. do, is there any magic um, in the area? Go, go ahead and roll a d12 for me. Ooh. This is, uh, <laughs> this, this is another roll off of our uh, random tables from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. So d12. One. A one. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, I hope that's not bad. No, that, this is good, Star. This is good for you, uh, for Alice. So as you are concentrating and casting um, detect magic, um, you're you're kind of you're not really focusing on your steps so much as you are just on on the, the the act of casting the spell. And you step into a puddle that is in front of you, like in this in this you know this covered path. You step into a puddle, and as you your foot makes contact with that water your detect magic goes off and you see kind of that radiance down below you and you um, you feel this this uh, this spring of blessed nature and energy coming up into your body. You are now benefiting from the blessed spell for one hour. Hmm. So, uh, and as far as our journey goes, that gets you into, it'll get you into the, uh, to the monk's place. We'll see. We'll see how fast your travel goes. But you have the bless spell for an hour, um, so that does go off. Um, and here we are. We have a winner of the uh, skull splitter dice and the uh, code for found familiar coffee. Uh, that would be here for funsies. Um, let us know. You'll uh, DM. You know, Featherfall on Twitch. I imagine. Um, you know, I'm sure. Uh, Billy Zed will reach out to you. But thank you uh, for everything so far. Thank you and congratulations. So there we are. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, Alice, you feel that that blessed kind of nature, but that's the only magic that you're you're getting so far. In your okay. Journey. All right. Well, Pip starts to notice how quiet it is in the forest, and she decides to cast Prestigination play very faint elevator music to keep everybody entertained <laughs> as they walk. <laughs> That's what she enjoys. Yeah, so you're getting that tune over and over uh, as you're all kind of <laughs> traveling through. And I'll say about uh, half... Oh, go ahead. Uh, Alistair, who has traveled with Pip for years at this point, Hears this music for the umpteenth time, and just like mumbles to himself as he's like cutting through like vines and roots and everything. Mom always said there was going to be a special place in hell for me, and didn't know I'd find it while I was still alive. <laughs> Pip is walking very closely behind him, little feast, and she's just quietly going, "I love this song." Meanwhile, it's the only song she knows. 
<laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, I that reminded me of a thing I can do. I want to use my magical tinkering to imbue my dagger with the same sound so that it just plays on a loop <laughs> and that nobody has to keep casting it every six seconds or whatever. Oh, the elevator. Play for an hour. <laughs> yeah. So that it uh Alice, if you want to do that, we'll 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 say we have to drop your ritual casting of um detect magic. That's um, fine. Yeah, you're able to do that. <laughs> so now you're getting like a stereo sound maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Oh <laughs> good. And and Wolf in chat is saying uh it's a 10 second loop. So <laughs> it's repeating. Oh lord. So <laughs> Okay. So that tip is like it got even better. <laughs> um, so as you're traveling through and kind of uh picking and and, and choosing your way through this uh through this uh path um, you get to this part where just a dense kind of um, silhouette of, of spruce trees kind of fills up your vision. It gets even more dense. Um, but through it all, you can see um, a small shack with a, a tiny billow of uh, chimney smoke <laughs> coming out in uh, ahead of you. It's probably about 50 yards in front of you, which you all can uh, understand is probably the monk that you're looking for. Well, it would seem we found our target. Who would like to go first? Ardelia would step behind everybody and not be first. Like immediately trots straight over to him. Just stares at him, waits. I've, I've been taking the first for so long, my arm's getting tired, and, you know, a paladin should really guard the rear. I'll go in first. Okay. So, uh... Yeah, Elsie just steps right on up. Yes, yeah, so, it's, a, it's a door. Yeah, so you see a small shack uh, that is in front of you it has a small chimney in it. Um, it's it's a it's made of. As you get closer, you see that it's it's made of actual bamboo that has been kind of tied together all the way around uh, um, straw across the top for the roof. Um, and there is a a small door in front of it. Not a small door. But a a door. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna knock very loudly, just at it in like a slight even pace to like a very militant style. Just dun 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 dun. <laughs> um, as you do that, the door actually like creaks open, and you get um, a vision of the inside. You can see it now. You do see a. Uh, a straw mat, sleeping mat, a simple wooden stove that is creating the smoke that you can see from the outside. It does have a small uh, a pot on top of it that you can see something kind of simmering within it. Uh, and you do see a back door that is cracked open as well. And you see a, a man in the back kind of, uh, he's sitting cross-legged um, kind of over, over an altar of sorts. You can't really make out what it is exactly, but he's sitting there in sort of a... Uh, uh, a quiet trance. Uh, she just kind of points at him. And it's just like, I think he's in prayer. We should oh, leave no. him alone. <laughs> so Pip hears this and she walks straight into the door and just kind of flops against the man. Get his attention. 
<laughs> so you'd have to go, you can either go around his house or through his house, but he's in the back and he has kind of a curated uh, a garden here. He's got some other stones that are kind of stacked up over here for some seating. And you, as you get closer to him, you see that he is actually sitting next to uh, what would be a grave site. And there is a, um, uh, a, a headstone in front of him that he is sitting and he, he is in closed eyes kind of in this, in this trance. And as you bump into him, uh, he he does he just centers himself again. You are the ones that uh, have taken the job. She nods. The bells jingle on her cap. Uh, and he he still has his eyes closed, still looking away from you. Judging by the jingling, I assume that is a yes. <laughs> it could be. It is not just you. Who else? Has come with you. Ah, hello there. <laughs> Someone's okay. Uh, Alistair Rosehart, paladin of the. Uh, he mumbles something incoherent. Order. <laughs> How do you do? He like well, I well, I like waltz up to this man, hold out my hand. <laughs> he kind of uh, un unfolds his arms and reaches across. Grabs your hand, still not looking, still not opening his eyes, just kind of. Uh, you could tell he's he's really kind of feeling, the, you know, the the vibe around without having to open his eyes. Mm. Mm -hmm. The order of the. I couldn't quite catch what you said. Um, that, the <clears throat> one second. Uh, buh, 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 buh. I need to make a quick check. Um, <laughs> religion. What's a good order? Ooh, that's a seven. Star Lotus today. Yeah, Star Lotus order. Beautiful. Mm. I have not heard of Truly. that. Uh, thank you, Odie. Odie, I imagine, and the crew for your uh, donation. Much appreciated. Your, you are added to the list of roles. I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six more to go, guys. So. Buddy, uh, we'll get into those. So, if you've donated and you didn't see your role come in, it will definitely come. Uh, I'm kind of waiting, you know, opportune moments, picking and choosing my time. Uh, <laughs> so, it'll come. Uh, yes. Who else is with you? And at this point, he he kind of un unfolds his legs, uncrosses them, and and stands up. And he he doesn't it doesn't take him like he doesn't take up a whole lot of space when he stands up. He just kind of like rises. And he turns around and he does open his eyes to you. Uh, bald head, uh, uh, older man, wearing, you know, like the, the, the stereotypical monk robe. Um, you all look brave enough. And he kind of he kind of looks every one of you in the eye. <laughs> Pip just kind of scoffs a little. It's Glances at Alistair. <laughs> Are you all brave enough? And again, he looks you again in the eyes. I, go I mean, we came all the way here. I don't think we would have arrived if anyone chickened out. Ah. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes the thought, the thought of riches makes fools of many people. So. I'm not here for riches. I can't speak for the group, but... And you, you were saying something, and he looks at you, uh, Victor. What did you say? I, I go where I'm needed. I'm not here for the money. I'm here to help those who may need me. Good. 
That seems noble. And I think uh, you are needed then. Please have a seat. And he points to many of like the stone kind of seats that are around, uh, kind of circling this unmarked grave. Um, my name is Bayek. Please have a seat. We will discuss. Yeah, and at this at the mention of seat, uh, Artie will be kind of like all on all fours and like walk around like a dog kind of and find a little spot and just kind of plop himself down and uh, sit there like a little doggy. Aww. Aww. Hey, we got another yeah. donation from Star. Thank you. Uh, that is for Allstare, the paladin. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so you have a seat. Good. Anybody? Everybody else taking a seat? Anybody standing in the back? Uh, I finally walk inside and enter at this point and sit down with everyone else. Now that I realize, like, oh, okay, he's done praying and stuff. Okay. Pip refuses to sit. She's short enough as is. <laughs> Alice will sit, but she's not used to sitting, and uh, it it's very awkward. Victor goes and sits right next to Alice. <laughs> Good. Well, I guess you want to know what you may be getting into. Yeah. A year, a yes. year ago. <laughs> a year ago. A young man came to me asking for aid to lift the curse from uh, his family's homestead. It is cursed by a nine-tailed fox called a Kumiho. It had slaughtered their entire ranch before murdering his family. I gave him my aid, number of potions, but he was unsuccessful in that endeavor. And he is who lies here today. And he points down to the grave in front of him. I believe those potions that I gave him are close by in a, in a cave that seems to be inhabited possibly by these, uh, this fox that seems to know no no bounds, no satiation it does not stop and I guess that is your your job, that is what you came here for is to lift this curse and uh, bring justice to this man I think at the mention of a fox um, Artie's ears are going to per perk up and go like Ooh, is this a, a new friend, you say? And then uh, he'll kind of reconsider and go, did you say make friend or kill this, this animal? It's a reign of terror needs to stop. However that happens. It depends on how far gone it is. And um, I um, think... give, oh. me a, give me a persuasion check. As you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're, kind of prodding, for a little bit more here. Sure. Um, is it going through? Here it is. Okay, I got a twelve. Twelve. I cannot say how far this Kumiho is um, lost within its curse. It can break the curse. 
again, it depends on how far gone they are. And how would one break the curse of a kumiho or gumiho? K U M I H O is how is how you spell it. Hopefully, I'm I, bl- I believe it's pronounced gumiho though. Gumiho. All right. Good. I yeah. Will, I will adjust. Uh, gumiho. Um, how does one fix this? Right this wrong? Well, it's been said that it must refrain from killing and eating for a hundred days. And if it can do that and abstain during those hundred days, it has a chance of becoming what it once was. Which was? Well, in this case, probably some inhabitant of the forest. uh, Probably somebody much like you or me. So they, they, they turned into a fox? Yes, they turned into this nine-tailed fox that, again, has been wreaking havoc and destroyed this man's life and his family. But Are it, they the first victims? That I do not know. But... If it is close to a thousand... There is no coming back. I see. And how do we count if it's a thousand years old? Do we have a do we do we like chop it in half and count the rings like a tree? Not years, <laughs> not years. People. I think he meant victims. Deaths. Yeah, people. Oh, victims. a thousand victims. Yes. Well, if it's a thousand victims, I feel like it's beyond <laughs> beyond redemption in a number of ways. Well, you said you... it needs to refrain from eating for a hundred days. Yes, eating that of what it should not eat, and that is the livers of these human beings. So everything else of the human beings is fine. We just have to stop it from eating the livers. Got it. Well, <laughs> you can see him kind of chuckle on the inside, but he, he swallows it down as much as he can. Um, because that, while that is funny. <laughs> um Technically, so the story goes, yes, livers are what uh, calculates. But I think to get to the liver of a man or human, um, it would it would take their life. I, I don't see another way around it. I mean, there's many ways around a liver. I'm not sure what you're having troubles with. <laughs> <laughs> What if it eats an animal liver? Uh, it does not have the same uh, cursory effect. It, it has this innate drive for the liver of... And he looks around at all of you. Uh, skips over you, Alice. <laughs> There's something driving this. I see. Well, it, Alice, good news. I don't think you're in severe danger here. <laughs> unless, unless Alice, the only the only fleshy part of you is a liver. 
I don't believe I have any flesh. I like give Check. a knock on Alice's like abdomen. <laughs> like, dun, 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 dun. I'll, give me one moment and I'll close my eyes. Uh, and as Milk you do, here <laughs> says I don't have any flesh. As you do that, <laughs> Alice, roll a d100 for me. We're gonna we're gonna uh -huh. mark mark off another uh, roll here. Sixty. Sixty. Let's see. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five. Roll a roll a d6 for me. Three. Victor, I'm which sorry. way are you counting? I'm yeah, sorry, which way Victor. Are you uh, which I'm going way? through the Discord. Uh, the Discord. Uh, so, as you're sitting there, you close your eyes, and when you open them, you see Victor's skin, any skin that is exposed, become uh, very silvery and and very reflective. So, uh, Victor, are you a, are you Dragonborn or um, a what? Draconic sorcerer. Okay, so yeah, oh, yeah. Any any scales that you have in any color that is on there become uh, silvered and and reflective. So it went from gold to silver. Yeah, it just becomes almost more shiny, and you know, like like a fish scale almost. You can see the gold underneath it, but over the top there is this this silvery kind of. Uh, uh, it's almost like uh, the xenomorph, uh, you know, slobber that you know uh, drips down. You're not slimy, like <laughs> don't go that far. But it becomes this very uh, silvery, reflective um, coating around you. And okay. bonus, you have advantage on saving throws against spells, and spell attacks have disadvantage mm. against you. So if you cast a spell, you have advantage. But if you get one casted on you, they have disadvantage because of this new reflection that you have. And as Alice, as you're thinking of like. Uh, you know, anatomy and, and, you know, like, like flesh and, and, you know, what makes a humanoid, uh, and you open your eyes and you see this kind of change. You, you didn't will it to happen, but you do see the change as it's going through. And I think Does Artie, anyone else see that? Yeah. Artie's going to look over at Victor and be like, that's a new one. Did you learn something new? Like, I've never seen you do that trick before. I was just sitting here thinking about food. I don't know how this <laughs> happened. That's great. I I've heard of the I've heard of like self discovery and like learning more about your race, but uh, completely learning a new race that's a new one for me. <laughs> Congratulations, your dragon, I guess. <laughs> Hearing what Victor said, he starts really thinking about food. Ah, <laughs> uh, you you were quiet, and he turns to you. Uh, Eliza, Eliza, Elsa. Sorry, my Elsa. Elsa, he turns to you. You are quiet. Why are you here? I was coming here investigating the talk of a curse in hopes that it would be undead oriented. However, I'm still here and willing to do what's good for the common people. cannot say that there are no undead, but who knows? There has been disturbances in uh, the arcane fabric of the area, so who knows? Well, 
there's two things I'm good at. Making sure people don't die <laughs> and making sure that things are dead stay dead. Well, I think this is the the right combination of uh, adventurers to uh, help lift this curse and give this man some justice. Are you... You were thinking of food. Are you hungry? For livers. Hmm? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, <laughs> again, the chuckle, uh, you know, kind of like gets gets to this point in his throat, and you can see him just push it down. I, I have some rice on the stove. It's probably ready. Please join me. I could eat some rice. Is the stove like? Oh, like, are we able to see it, or do we have to like? Yeah, um, look for it? Elza, you would have seen it in the in the house, and that that must have been what was on on top of the stove. That was uh, a simmering away. Wait here, I'll be right back. And he, you know, he strolls into the uh, into his hut, comes back with a tray. It's got the the big pot of rice with bowls around it. Please help yourself. I think Artie's going to just be like, no, I'm good. And then he's going to start picking little bugs out of his hair his health, and just eating like bugs. Like, I, I got it. I'm good. Don't worry about me. And just start eating like, just little bugs. Surprisingly, I've lost my appetite too recently. <laughs> <laughs> and Pip reaches for two bowls and she sees that some people aren't grabbing it. And she just pulls them under her cloak and they disappear. And you just see a hand like... <laughs> Eating herself through the collar of her cloak. <laughs> Victor kind of runs up to the rice and says, let's not all go at once and goes ahead and starts getting some in his bowl. Mm -hmm. Yes, cool. please. I don't want to be rude, but I don't need to eat. So um, I'll let you save it for someone who yeah. does. Not rude. Not rude. Hearing more of this, oh, more wow. of this tip goes and reaches for another bowl and pulls it under. Cheers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alva takes a ball and thanks the monk. Mm. Yes, enjoy. Enjoy, please. Um, I will uh, give you directions here in the, uh, the the way in which you should head. And uh, he does have a, a piece of uh, paper and he's crudely drawing some uh, some paths and some, some key um, monuments that may be found on your way. Um, and then at the base of it, at the end of his drawing, he does have uh, a cave. Hmm. This is where his body was found, and that is where my journey ended. It must be beyond. Not to sound rude or anything, why have you not gone after the creature yourself? Uh, well, if you could have seen the the damage inflicted upon this man. And I am but one. And I am aged. It takes a party of, of you to be able to uh, accomplish this, this task. I could not do Would it. you consider coming with us? Mm. You would not be a party of one anymore. It would be many. I... I am past my prime. I'd, I think I would only hinder. I, 
I don't think I can make it. Pip, Pip, please, please don't bully the poor man. Not everybody has the advantage of us Fay. Well, Fay and, you know, he kind of like lifts, he like lifts a finger underneath the tail, like plays with it a little bit. Whatever happened to you? <laughs> Just a little hand swats him away. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Um, at this point, it's probably, you know, it's afternoonish, you know, so you are getting lunch, um, which is nice. Um, and I, I do want to pause here uh, from from the game, and I do want to remind any viewers there that we are raising money for Code 2040. So if you are able to help out this uh, nonprofit activating and connecting, mobilizing the largest racial equity in, in tech and in tech, in tech jobs, please uh, feel free to uh, donate there. The link is in the chat. Any donation that you provide goes to a random roll on uh, some, some tables here and uh, provide some fun for the players. Also, we are we are a little ways away from a giveaway. We are about $100 away from our next giveaway. And that next giveaway is... Boop, boop, boop. Let me scroll up. That would be a, a redemption code in Roll20 for Tasha's Cauldron of Everything and another 25% off Found Familiar Coffee. So... Go ahead and uh, help us out there, uh, if you so, please. Ooh. Okay, uh, back to it. Um, there's there, there's something I'm, I, I'd like to ask. Um, excuse me, I know it's a little bit rude to ask this, but uh, I feel it's necessary, given that the requirement for the upkeep of armor of a, and weaponry of a paladin is a rather costly affair. Do you mind explaining in further detail what exactly what the rewards would be? Yes, what the rewards would be. Um... There is a... The family had buried a, a dowry that has gone unclaimed and at this point would be unneeded, so that is a possible reward. The potions that I have given this man that went unused will also be a reward. Oh, I... I see. I, that's... That is quite that is quite the generous reward, I understand. However, I must admit, and this is a this is a bit personal for me, but recently as a paladin I lost my horse. It was a very close companion to me, and I had gone through many journeys with it. And I wouldn't dare ask for such a such a noble steed to be replaced so easily as with something that you would offer, but perhaps if you were to say have a mule or something that one of the farmers or local villagers might be willing to offer as part of reward, it would help me in my paladin endeavors in the future. A paladin without their mount is, well, True. a rather pitiful affair, after all. Um, there may be a steed at the homestead, and if it is there, I would say it is yours. <laughs> also, should I roll? should I roll deception? <laughs> um yeah give me a deception roll while you're doing that a uh, robo ray gun 20 big ones thank you my friend holy uh, moly to replenish this poor monk's rice that we ate thank you for thinking about <laughs> him <why> you're <laughs> replenishing his rice while i'm trying to steal a mule i know that's why i did it i was like i'm gonna donate because i feel so bad that this guy's gonna get swindled oh, out of his rice money so there you go don't worry i'm i'm going to be honest i'm, I'm using i'm being honest i'm a noble paladin 
Uh, Jim, I would like to use my ability, my psychic focus for lies. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to get advantage on all deception checks, and I am going to make a deception check right now. Uh, that's not a plus seven. <laughs> Let's see, that's a twenty-three. Uh, yeah, you're you're cool as a cucumber here. Not, um, yeah, you're not. There's there's no fumble in your voice. I, 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 I tissue and like start dabbing the eyes. Like, I'm sorry, I just get so emotional sometimes when I think about old Sparky. <laughs> uh, this is hype man is just kind of standing by him also wiping her eyes <laughs> we're splitting the gold 50 50 i just so remembered that i never uh undid the magical tinkering so the elevator music is still playing <laughs> yeah yeah I, that, that would definitely give you advantage on that deception check but you didn't need it <laughs> Um, he, he does finish up his drawing and kind of, he lays it out there, uh, next, there's a little kind of table that the, uh, rice was sitting on. He lays it out next to it. Uh, please, uh, take that. Um, if you would like to get there before dark, I imagine you would want to leave very soon. Pip is still holding the bowl of rice and is going, I would really like something different than rice. I'm going to offer you a bug from my hair. <laughs> It's gonna be like a little centipede and be like, hmm? She'll just like, like you just see her hand push against her cloak. Like, it's okay. I have okay. fireflies. And I'll just throw it. Pull the firefly as uh, well. <laughs> all right, uh, Robo. As you eat that bug, go ahead and give me a D100 roll. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> we'll check off another roll here from our donation list. Thank you so much, everybody that has donated so far. I rolled a 66. Ooh, and. F- Fan dangerous for dangerous. Oh, yes. Uh, that's a thirty-five dollar dono. Thank you so much. We'll add another roll there. Uh, you said a sixty-six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <God>. Why? <laughs> oh, that laugh is very. So it's very as you funny. as you eat that bug, all the other bugs in your hair start to whisper to you. Like you can, you can, you now start, they all, these, these very soft voices and some of them you can understand, some of them you can't really, but it's just kind of, they're all directed right into your ear. What are Um, they saying? uh, It's, it's a lot of like the ones you can are like, stop eating us. Why are you Mm -hmm. hurting? Um, No, don't. (laughs) So you, but you do. You do have advantage on insight checks for an hour. Like, oh God! Okay, I'll write that down. Uh, these these whispers are, are, are giving you. Uh, nobody else can hear this. Only you can. Um, so. Yeah, I think as I start hearing, I, I probably have a bug in my hand right now, and I, I just look at it, and then I just put it slowly back in my hair, and then put my hand down and just kind of sit there. How <laughs> sad I was eating these sentient creatures. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robo. Uh, no, it's fine, but we, I'm traumatized now. We are 45 away from the next giveaway. 45 away, uh, everybody. So if you can uh, help out, please do. Um, but anyways, so yeah, you, you're sitting here. You're kind of finishing up. You can see him start to kind of clean up. Um, and, and you can tell he's... Uh, very politely getting, you know, when you, you like stand at the door waiting for somebody to leave for an hour, but you keep talking. He's he's kind of like, okay, okay you know, uh, you can get that vibe. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, it's like, okay, get out. It's like, it's like okay, it's just, it's just, are you going to go do your job now or what? <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, one more bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by that point, you are getting to the bottom of the uh, the pot there. Uh, he did not make it knowing that you all would be there, but there was enough made um, <laughs> that you are now getting to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so I think if he's chewing us out, uh, yeah, Ardy will start kind of walking back out and say, uh, waiting for everyone to meet him outside. Because he's uh, more comfortable outside anyway than being inside, so. Okay. Um, you were outside the whole time. You were kind oh, of never mind. Yeah, you were behind uh, behind his house in kind of a a, a uh, curated grove that he has a little garden. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, he brought everything out to you. And yeah, I guess uh, Artie will say. So, are you guys ready to head out? Uh, let's go find this fox, and he'll, uh, he'll get so excited about this new fox he, he might get. To meet. <laughs> hey, that's another five from Star. Thank you uh, for Robo Raygun oh. and the sentient bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the centipedes thank you for your donation. Yeah, um, you know, every time a donation's given, uh, a bug is saved. I don't know. Saved, I was yes. Trying to make a joke there. Um, <laughs> there we go. Uh, $40 away. $40 away. So, yeah, um, is everybody kind of wrapping up and, and wanting to head mm -hmm. on this adventure? Mm -hmm. I don't want to railroad sure. you, <laughs> but if uh, we're ready. Um, so, yeah, you get back on a trail, same kind of trail. Um, Everybody can give me more, another round of perception checks if they'd like. Uh, if you're con if you're concentrating on something else, don't worry about it. So, Alice, if you want to go back to your uh, casting ritual casting, uh, you don't have to give me um, a perception check. But or if anybody else wants to do anything while they're traveling, I would say. I found a really nice rock on the road while walking. <laughs> okay, I like that. Go ahead, and, go ahead and give me a, a D one hundred roll. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, magic rock. Yeah. All right. 100. Yeah. Boop. 88. <laughs> Give me a rock check, says Featherfall in chat. 88. Uh, so as you pick up, you, you kind of, <laughs> I got a rock. Um, <laughs> you go down to pick up this rock. And as you turn it over, it is, it's almost like a, a thunder egg if you know what those are like it's it's this very clear but it's very clear glass and you see your reflection in it and your reflection begins to talk to you oh and and it says i will answer one question that you may have about your life <laughs> uh uh I kind of just stuff it in my pocket for now. <laughs> All right. Like, okay. we'll think about that. All right. So it, <laughs> it has, it ha it, uh, think of it, it has a, a little insight to give you maybe about something that may come up. But yeah, you, so you, you kind of maybe quickly uh, after you hear it talking to you, stuff it away and get back on the trail. <laughs> I like that. Uh, anybody else doing anything and perception checks? Uh, let me know what you rolled. I got a natural 20 for a 24. Ooh, pew, pew, pew. Nice job. Let's get those D20s in the chat, guys. I think the if you're sub to the channel, we have D20 emotes. <laughs> I got a 7. Okay. A 20, a 7. I got a whole 14. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I got an 11. I'm pretty distracted by these talking bugs right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the nat 20 oh. and the 14, 
If you rolled over oh. a 13. <laughs> That's fine. You, you're, you're getting that presence again of, of some creature that is about, that is following and stalking you. You can't see it. You've never, you've never caught a glimpse of it. But you can tell there's something, and and at times it'll be as close as maybe 20, 15 yards, and then it'll bounce away, and you'll see something move like 50 yards down, and then kind of come back. And you can never, like, pinpoint where it's at. Does anybody else get the feeling that we're being followed? No, I found a really cool rock, though. Oh, shoot, that's a really cool rock! Isn't it? Oh, by the way, uh... I go and I hand the rock thing to Victor. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know you, but if anything were to happen to you, I would kill everyone here, including myself. Use this. It'll tell you one question about yourself that you want to know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elsa. <laughs> it's shiny, just like me. I'll hold <laughs> on to this. <laughs> and as as you are looking at it, give me a D one hundred. Give me a D one hundred roll. Yes, I will. Oh my gosh, I'm just seeing the mirror on the mirrors, like flesh and the mirror thing, the mirror. Uh. It's infinite. It's an infinite mirror. Things are weird, parallaxing. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, I love this. As you go to look into this, uh, this, what he had said was a mirror, you see termites begin to boil out of it and start to cover your hand and just boil and boil and, and coming up and, and over. I'm going to cry. What's happening to my <laughs> hand? What did you do, Elsa? Nice. <laughs> Do I see the termites? Yes, everybody sees them. <laughs> just, just. Ah! <laughs> um, Can I'm I like... to listen to see if those bugs are saying anything. <laughs> no, listen, I throw my the termites to Ardelia to eat them. Eat these! <laughs> Get them off of me! <laughs> are they talking? Um, are, are these? They are bugs? not talking. But Victor, go ahead and give me one more D100 roll. Oh, great. This, this, just... does, this one does not come off the uh, the list of of donations. This is bonus. <laughs> Fifty six. Um, right as you're getting ready to throw it, and and the termites begin to kind of uh, slow down. The boiling of termites begin to slow down. You s it, and and you begin to throw it, and it it opens up into fifty gems. It's just, you know, like when Sonic gets hit and all his coins fall out. It's just, yes. all these gems go towards <laughs> whoever you're throwing it at. Well, I was throwing at you, Ardelia, so. <laughs> it's a shower of gems? Is that what it is now? Yeah. So originally I was going to open my mouth to catch all these bugs. And <laughs> as I see the diamonds, I'm in a slow motion to be like, no. It, <laughs> trying to close my mouth um, and not catch give, uh, give me a dexterity check. Let's let's do sure. that. <laughs> Yeah, we're making it rain gems. That is definitely. I got a nine. A nine. So one hits. One hits your tooth and chips it. Okay, I have a permanent tooth now. Yeah, yeah. So now you have a a chipped tooth. 
Oh no! Are you all right? I say, going over to him and slowly, like, I like check on him. Are you all right there? Oh my gosh! It seems you've been injured. I say, pocketing a couple of the, the gems <laughs> in my cloak. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, give me a sleight of hand, uh, <laughs> Alistair. As, okay. you're, as you're doing that. Um, I mean, it, just for posterity's sake, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I take it out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, as if, you know, one could notice. Oh, by the way, I rolled that one. Yeah. I'm just going to like place it into my pocket uh, with everyone watching. Yeah, there's a couple that maybe like stuck in his hair that you pull out, pluck out, you know, the couple that are, you know, on his shoe. You're able to take very, very visually uh, in the open. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> um, any, anyways, uh, we, we continue on moving through uh, about another half hour or so, and you begin to see uh, the base of a mountain. It, it starts to pick up from a forest and then goes up in, into what would be a mountain. Not a huge mountain, um, but you're getting towards the end of his directions and map. Uh, who has not rolled a, a D100 yet? I, I want to make sure everybody gets a roll here. Has everybody got one? I have not. Okay, Star, go ahead and uh, roll me a D100. Or was that Pip? Sorry. That was Crow. Okay, Pip, Pip, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Crow. Go ahead. Give me a, a D100. All right. And we'll mark off another one. Ooh. <laughs> 36. 36. And while I'm uh, multitasking here, Cranky, another 20. Saving the homestead isn't the mission. The wild magic surges. <laughs> Thank you again for the uh, donation. I better mark it down. Um, you said, what What did you say, 36? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this one won't have an effect right now, so go ahead and roll it, roll it one more time. I want to I wanna get you something that's going to happen. That's the problem with random tables, I guess. 26. 26. <laughs> as, as you are walking through this grove of trees and the sun kind of um, hits every now and then, like uh, some of the trees, like you're going into shade, out of shade, into shade, out of shade. When you're out of shade, you see that your shadow begins to kind of act independently of it. It is not mirroring your movement. Um, and it's, it's, it's out of sync. It's almost like two or three steps behind, but, but stuck to you, but it's, it's doing something that you did maybe two or three steps ago. Well, when Pip notices this, she's going to slow and look back at it. She's going to start doing a little jig, see if it copies her. <laughs> um, there's there's a, a a delay, and then it does a little jig. And then, Alistair, are you next to uh, uh, Pip? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think you two were traveling next to each other. As Pip, your shadow and Alistair's shadow kind of come next to each other, You Pip, you see your shadow violently go to strangle Alistair's shadow. Like, it, it, they're like shadow boxing. <laughs> um, they're, they're like fighting each other. Uh, with Alistair's shadow not really moving, your, your shadow's doing all of the, uh, all the fighting. So, Pip doesn't really do much. She's just like, oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> oh, look, it's just like our first meeting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's taking bets, right? <laughs> yeah, so that happens. I, I, I think you're winning. Um, just gonna 
like there's like a little wisp and like Alistair's shadow like seems to slink a little bit and slide across the ground. Like there we go. Just gonna time out my sh- put our shadows in a timeout real quick before you kill it. <laughs> I like to imagine that my shadow is like really just going for him even when he's like corralling his away. <laughs> As, and as, then she can't help but like give it a thumbs up. <laughs> awesome. As they're kind of playing with their shadows, everyone else, you see the mouth of this cave start to appear and become uh, visible at the base of this mountain, uh, indicated by the monk. Right. Um, it's partly hidden. There's like a kind of a rock outcropping that that covers half of the the opening. Um, as you're kind of looking around, you do see animal tracks that come and go and kind of crisscross about um you do see a sketch on uh what would be the entrance of this uh this cave uh and if anybody if you're proficient in religion you can give me a check which means you've uh you got the little check mark next to it in in roll 20 uh-huh. Go ahead and call out what what you rolled there. I rolled a ten. Okay, a ten. Click that. Why does it keep rolling twice? <laughs> um, the first one would be your roll. The second one is uh, if you had advantage or disadvantage. So yeah, crow, yeah. Uh, pip. Yeah, with your with your twenty three. Yeah. Uh, anybody else uh, proficient? Mm-mm. All right, so Pip, as as you're kind of wrangling the the, the final uh, battle here with your two shadows, y- you do get spun around and you see this this uh, this outline on this this etching on there, and you see uh, you recognize this uh, symbol of uh, it's that of Malar, who is uh, the god of the hunt, um, also evil lycanthropes, as well as bestial savagery and bloodlust. So it kind of catches you off off guard. Not not off guard because you 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 kind of you know you're getting into something, but it's like out here in the middle of nowhere is this uh, is this symbol. And I think I do want to pause there. Here for the funsies, just donated twenty more dollars. That gets us to our second giveaway goal. So everybody in the chat again, it's going to be code twenty forty in the chat to be entered into that giveaway what we are giving away this time you ask (laughs) let me check my notes again you could win tasha's cauldron of everything for in roll 20 and or you could win 25 percent off an order at found familiar coffee so code 2040 is going to get you in there uh featherfall tabletop moderator uh, billy zed is going to take care of that for us and uh let us know who won that but thank you again so much for these donations uh i i can't say enough I think it's it's a good thing to see. Thank you, everybody. Uh, totally appreciate it. So, back to the game. Pip, you see and recognize that. Right. It looks like our friend is advertising their religion. And uh, sorry, where did you say the symbol was? I, I kind of what it what it was. Where 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 where? Oh, it's so there's there's the outcropping that comes in front of the cave, and then there's like. So if you think. Uh, there's the cave and then this outcropping and then there's an inside wall that is uh, exposed, has this carved into it. 
Okay. It's not like a door, but it is like very clear. Like if you turn around this outcropping right before you head into the to the cave, that's where it is. <laughs> like, like it's so very it was, clear there. Yeah, it was meant to be seen yes. uh, by anyone. Yes, very much it. so. Very much so. Okay. Um, yeah. And with that, Pip, go ahead and roll a d100 as you as you've kind of mm. discovered this. Um, and I think I'm on the perfect chart for it. So hopefully we get a cool effect here. 73. 73. Okay. <laughs> More whispers. <laughs> um, roll, roll a d6 for me, Pip. Hey. Three. One, two. Uh, Victor, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so, Victor, you're going to give me a wisdom saving throw. So if you go in your character sheet. Mm-hmm. And there is, uh, in the it's like the top left. There's the saving mm -hmm. throws. You're gonna click the wisdom. It's a box that says saving throws. I got a seven. Ooh, I'm sorry. Um, you are charmed. <laughs> you you cannot help yourself but copy everything that Pip is doing. <laughs> Oh no! And that well, is how is that, be fun. that is your charm. So you immediately find yourself pulling up any collar, any scarf, any clothing you have to, <laughs> to cover your face. You find yourself starting to kind of crouch down to get more uh, to her height. <laughs> and any when she takes a step, right. you take a step, and then I'll, I'll let Pip take it away from there. <laughs> All right. So while they're walking, and then I guess you're walking behind me. Mm -hmm. So then she kind of glances back and notices you copying her. Just kind of tilts her head, casts prestigination to speed up the elevator music, something goofy, and just starts like taking weird steps and gesturing wildly, making sure that you're going to copy her. <laughs> yeah, so all of this is happening as like you should be gearing up for this god of Malar <laughs> that is the god of the hunt, evil lycanthropes and bestial savagery. And we got a little, uh, we got a dance off going on. Is the shadow doing Blade 2? Is it like all three of them are like doing? Yeah, so, and the shadow is there as well, but the shadow is, again is like three steps behind. Yeah. <laughs> Then the shadow, and then it's, it's yep. Victor all doing the same yep. thing. So it's almost like one, two, three. Like <laughs> it'll be yeah. Pip, and then it'll be Victor, and then Pip Shadow, and then it goes back in yeah. order. Very good. And then Pip's just gonna look at Alistair and just gonna be like, "Look, I'm a trendsetter." And just <laughs> and and look at the chain of the the chain of these shadows. Like they're dancing to the elevator music. You have wonderful face. Oh, <laughs> oh, wonderful! I can't, I can't wait for this to become the newest dance craze. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mvic, I was gonna ask: uh, Is Victor doing this? Like, is he totally into it? Are you fighting it? Are you just getting into it? Like, what's your? Well, at first I was like, I don't know why this is happening, but then as the beat kept hitting right, I was kind of in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> another donation from Star. Thank you so much. What happens when oh, your shadow Star. dies? Uh, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll <laughs> find out. And we have a winner for that giveaway. Homebrew RP. You be the winner of Tasha's Cauldron of Everything in Roll20. 
and a uh, 25% off to Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, congratulations, my friend. Hey, with that being said, we still have one more giveaway. The best giveaway is still yet to come. Um, so please uh, keep those donations coming. Again, if you're able, uh, please uh, help out this cause as much as we can. Coming up next, at and this will be our $500 goal from, for the night, will be the Skull Splitter Skull Mug, which looks like a hefty thing. Uh, you have to do a strength check every time you need to take a drink. But there's also a $20 Found Familiar gift card there. So uh, help us get to that $500 goal. Get yourself some uh, more goodies. Anyway. Um, uh, uh, Alice, are you still... Were you casting Detect Magic? Um, I, I was planning on it. I just okay. hadn't brought it up yet because other things were happening. <laughs> no, I, I think All the chaos. It would be a great idea if you did, and I'll have you roll a D100 for me if, if that's something you want to do. Alrighty. 63. 63. Um, you feel, uh, again, that, that bless magic, that enchantment magic. That would be the school uh, of enchantment. You feel that coming from the inside of this cave. It's kind of a, it's like a, a weird, you know, juxtaposition kind of like you see the symbol, you know what it means, but then there's this feeling, this warm feeling of, of bless coming from somewhere inside that cave. Good news is there's, there's good magic coming from the cave. So that's better than bad magic. Oh, I see. So you noticed it too. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <Yeah. laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, that's, that certainly is a good news. Perhaps this place is holier than we thought. Would anyone like to investigate this cave? I'm willing to go ahead, of course. I'll, uh, I'll step forward and pull out a club. And uh, I'm just going to cast Shillelagh. Okay. And uh, make my way inside. Okay. Slowly but carefully. All right. Uh, Alistair, you... We're going to be right behind you. Okay, so uh, Elsa and Alistair, the two of you enter in there. You are... You both are now blessed for the next hour. Oh. So that means I believe you can add a D4 to um, attack rolls and saving throws for an hour. Uh, okay. So, yeah. And, and uh, Alice, you can see kind of that, that enchantment magic kind of go down and cover over them and then, and then kind of dissipate away from the main source. Now you see those two little blips upon um, Elsa and Al Alistair as they're walking through. And as you go in, you see uh, the entrance is, it's about 15 feet long, 10 feet wide. The ceilings are about eight feet. So if you're, if you're a tall feller, uh, you might have to duck, but I don't think anybody's pushing eight feet. Um, <laughs> as you get 10 feet inside, if you, if you don't have dark vision, um, it does, it does go too dark. So if you don't have dark vision, you may need uh, some sort of light source. I cast will... light on the amulet on her collar. Okay. So one. Is that enough light for everyone? I think it's like. Is it twenty? Twenty foot radius. Twenty yeah, feet I... bright and twenty foot dim. Am I still like a shiny thing? <laughs> yeah. So your your skin is still shiny. You still have advantage and dis and people have disadvantage. Uh, for spells against you, and it does kind of like almost like disco ball, 
uh, retract <laughs> some of that. Uh, dude, it's a dance party. <laughs> it just makes it makes sense. Random makes sense sometimes, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, so 20 feet bright light and then 40 feet dim. Um, if you're kind of traveling together, that is all you would need. Um, okay to get the mechanical no no light out of there. I think I'll still um, use my magical tinkering. I have three left, three uses left, okay. um, to do a five-foot radius of light on my staff okay. and then change the music to, like, creepy, drippy Ooh. cave music, creepy. like, echoing after itself. <laughs> Speaking of musical change, let's go ahead and change that in uh, roll 20 there. Hearing the change in music adjusts her music <laughs> to like weird, creepy, speedy elevator music. Yeah, we need some different music there in roll 20. Uh, yes, uh, walking into a blessed cave. Creepy music, just fitting. <laughs> the, I, I, I will hype up the juxtaposition, right? The you're in a cave, it's creepy, there's the, the etchings of a god that are nothing but savagery being blessed. Very random. Um, but as you begin to make your way into this cave, you do see that it splits off left and right, uh, which would be east and west. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Victor, as you enter the cave, that urge to uh, follow Pip's moves does go away. And you, you now have you're now back in control uh, of your faculties. Thank you. Friends cool. uh, fade. It's all right, Pip. You'll get you'll you'll catch the next trend. But you do you do see two paths. Uh, one east, one west. Is there any particular sound or light or magic like emitting from either side? Yeah, give me a perception check. Anybody else that's there too that would like to, uh, that is particularly invested in knowing where their fate lies. My elf eyes. Nine. Nine. Twenty-four. Ooh, Twenty-four. I like it. I got Al a twenty-three actually. Twenty-four. Twenty-three. Alice is too focused on changing the mood of the music. I got a sixteen. <laughs> Should I do this? If you're if you're interested, um, there are enough successes already that you don't have to. <laughs> Alright. Um, Pip, Elza, and Robo, remind me of your character's name again. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Ardelia. Ardy. You can just call Ardy. Um, you see, you don't see any light or, or you're, not, you're not getting a whole lot of sound, but you do see on the east side dried uh, streaks of blood that are leading down the passage. Uh, almost like something was dragged and and blood was being spilled from them as it, they were being dragged. Something tells me they went that way. Um, can I do a medicine check to see how fresh the blood and stuff is? Yeah, go ahead. I got a 13. It's it's hard to tell with, with some of the dust that is uh, kind of accumulated on the bottom of this cave floor. Um, it is very congealed, and in the, the spots where the pools are more dissipated is very dry. There are a couple little blips every now and then that have a little bit of uh, uh, viscosity to it, a little bit of 
not wetness, it's just not totally dried. Um, hard to pinpoint exactly how old. Okay. Um, I'm going to, at this point, cast light on my shield. Okay. Um, and that way I just have an extra light okay. going on with the party. All right. Inside or outside of your shield? Uh, on the outside, so okay. as I'm, like, Close. holding it on my arm and, okay. like, I just aim at, like, a little... Yeah, you know, perfect, like... perfect. So that's that's the east side. There's the west side that looks relatively normal. I see. Well, so we know that this creature could be a cunning beast and have lured us into a trap. So what I think is that I should go scout ahead the other side, just in case, to see if there's anything going on that direction. You want to go alone? <laughs> Suddenly <laughs> pales at the realization of alone, alone, alone. Echoes throughout the cave. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. If anyone else is rather stealthy, I would, I would of course, be willing to go along with them. Pipka's I'm stealthy, and her bells jingle while she says it. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> ah, it would seem I'm going alone then. Don't worry, I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. So, Alistair, you're going to the westward left side. Correct? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll okay. go to the westward left side. Uh, just ho hold up a little bit for me. I'll be, I'll be right back okay. to, to catch you guys. Just once I scout along. Pip is going to fall after Alistair because the little thing pings in her head and she remembers that he has her book that she has to watch. So she goes trotting after him. Okay. So we have Pip and Alistair going to the left side, west side. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Victor follows Artie's lead. Okay. Yeah, I think um, Artie would kind of look back at Victor and seeing that... Uh, Alistair's kind of going off on, you know, on their own too. We, I, I would kind of nudge you on and say we should probably help this guy out and follow him as well. Okay. So, oh, so y'all, y'all going left? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we if could... you remember the the right Easter side had the blood marks. Um, oh, so I'm going down the right by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, maybe Artie would suggest, uh, why don't we check out this uh, left side first, and then we can always come back to the more dangerous side later. Well, yeah. Alright, I, I hurry down the left side after everyone else. Okay. So I'll follow too. Ch changing in direction, uh, everybody's going down the left side. Um, as you travel down this side, uh, this pathway, it starts to curve around. And you get to a point where you can see a path in front of you, kind of uh, straight at you, but then it opens up to a big den to your left. So straight ahead is an entryway. And then mm -hmm. to your left is, is a huge den. Um, and in this den, you see uh, five very large foxes. Okay. Some so of, I like... Are they three of, three of them are sleeping and kind of curled in on themselves. Two of them are like kind of a rough and tumble play. Okay. I think uh, so Artie's, Artie's going to immediately on all fours kind of like scamper over it and just like uh, say hello to the, the ones that are playing. Right. They're I, I'd, like to I'd like to imagine 
since okay. I was going to try to scout, I'd like to imagine I was up ahead first. Oh, okay. First. Okay. Do you want to go see it okay. first and okay. let us know? They are very yeah. large. Like these and are. I, these I like are... to also imagine Alistair thinks he's alone at the moment. Like the party hasn't followed along. Because yeah. like this discussion yeah. seemingly happened. Like uh, Alistair went off. This party was like, oh, yeah, we're all just going to follow the same path. Like, okay. Yeah. You're on your own, Alistair. You can do this. <laughs> you can do this. this. Um, safe route. Safe route. Give me, give me a either a survival check or um, an investigation, whichever one you're better at. Okay, he's gonna like slink between the shadows, like do 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 do. Like at one point, he dodge rolls behind a rock. Uh, <laughs> investigation or or 13. survival, whichever one you're better at. Thirteen, you see. Uh, there's some bones, very humanoid. There are some articles of clothing that are kind of wrapped in the bones. You see on a couple of the the foxes, um, it's almost like they're wearing pants, but they're very tattered and, and barely hanging on. Um, you see some other smaller carcasses of like mice and other like small smaller um, uh, prey uh, filled throughout this den. So, so it, I'm not there, but they're wearing pants. Are they like tied around them, or are they just foxes wearing pants? <laughs> foxes wearing. Um, they look like they they don't belong. Like they were meant, they were made for. They were not made for these foxes. They were made for uh, uh, humans. Um, but they are like kind of around the waist, and they are wearing them. They are very tattered and very old looking. Um, and on some of the bodies and, and bones, there are some clothes around them, and then there are some just kind of strewn about. Does uh, it seem like these could be were foxes? <laughs> uh, so as as you're kind of seeing that, I imagine the rest of the party comes to get behind you. So. Let's go ahead and uh, because the whole party is here, we're going to do stealth checks, um, and and it'll be it'll be a, a party check here. So uh, we need more successes than failures. But everybody, go ahead and give me a stealth check. He sees these like where foxes. I should definitely avoid drawing their attention. Jingle, 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 jingle. Off in the distance. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this roll is great. Let's see. Is still under the effect of bless. Four. Um, yes. No. But blesses blesses only attack rolls and saving throws, or is it skill checks as well? Oh, I think it's I only attack rolls and saving. Yeah, throws. I think it, it's guidance is the skill check. Right, I do have I am... guidance. Can I cast that? Yeah, sure, do it. I'm going to use the old rose art specialty hiding. I get advantage on stealth checks. Twenty-three. I am oh, the knight. Lord. Yeah, so that's a success. I have a total of 14. Ooh, I won't see Eighteen. a success or not. I got a four. And I got a seven. So I got a seven. <laughs> and I are not being very... Ooh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Mambic, sorry. Mambic, <laughs> uh, what'd you get? Sorry, I cut you off. I, I seventeen. I got a 17. Oh. Um, barely. Barely, folks. <laughs> barely. Um, Pip, Pip and uh, uh, Artie, y you kind of stumble a little bit. And uh, both of you, go ahead and give me a D100 roll. Oh, God. Okay. All right. spells um, are going on. I'll, I'll count this as, as one. Um, one roll. I got a 60. 
Six. Oh, sorry. Ta-da. Sorry. A D8. Excuse me. D8. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm on a different table now. Okay. I got a seven. Seven. So both of us or just one of us? Uh, go ahead, Pip. Yeah, you too. All right. I got one. <laughs> you both... You, you trip and fall because you failed your stealth checks. And, and you kind of like clang your heads together a little bit. <laughs> and as your heads come together, your skin sheds this bright light in a five foot radius and dim light for another feet. So you're both like these shining beacons now in here. You're, but you're down below the rest of the party because you fell down, but because they're in front of you, they are, they are kind of shielding some of that light from spilling out. It's not, it doesn't go very far. Um, your, your light spells go much further than, than this, but you, you are shedding this, this bright light from your bodies. And if any of you were uh, missing hit points, you'd regain some, but uh, that doesn't happen. Um, okay. Alice, you were asking about these foxes. Go ahead and give me a nature check. Okay. Now, that, now that you're up with the group. Six. Oh, six. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You, they, they're just big. And maybe it, it is a special breed of foxes here. Maybe they're, they're overeating. They're just big. It's- is there anything I would know from reading in the library that I've been in for hundreds of years about these guys? Uh, yeah, give me a, give me a, a nature check. Nature check. <laughs> no socks on these foxes, only pants. Could, could I could I get an investigation check on those pants to see if there's like maybe the foxes wore these or maybe the person that they mm. ate wore these? Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, while you're doing that, Pip, yeah, you see that um, you kind of recall that foxes don't normally hang out like this once they they kind of leave the den, right? Once they once they become of age, they kind of go out on their own. And, oh, there goes my pencil. Uh, they kind of become their own. So it is weird to see them cohabitating in this large cave. Like the cave itself is usually it's like this little tiny burrow that they they are very safe and comfortable in but this is a such a large cave that it's very weird so these are not normal foxes at all all right and then alistair what'd you get Uh, i got a 19 on investigation these pants these pants have seen um (laughs) you can tell that they're they're of human make i mean they isn't they're not like animal clothing. I forgot exactly what you were asking for. <laughs> uh, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to know whether these pants were of, like, like the evidence of these pants suggested that they were worn by these foxes or whether these were worn by something that the foxes ate. Um, the awkwardness of the fit, you're struggling to see how they would get it, get them on, how they would get these pants on. Um, so it's almost like they once wore them in a different shape. Okay. But as you, but as there's you, no hole that would rec- that would suggest that you know, like something was biting into these things and nah. no, it's more uh, the the tattered pants are more from just the age. I see. And, and 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 as you see these two that are kind of rough and tumble play, you see why they would be kind of worn in the way that they are. But you also see a. Um, that's kind of sticking out a backpack, like an explorer's pack, towards the um, towards the the back wall of the den, kind of behind the three that are sleeping. 
Oh, oh, an explorer's pack. I would like to go grab that. Um, so how, how do you want to proceed? So you can, just to set the scene again, there is a walkway straight across from you. Mm-hmm. There's the den, and then you see another, uh, what, uh, it's kind of very dim light that would be uh, uh, the sunlight going this way. So you can skirt around them and get out of here. You can engage. You can go down that other path that uh, is dark. Hmm. Okay, I'll go. Oh, like, I will emerge from the shadows because I rolled a nat 20 with my stealth. And I'll look to the others. Hey, guys. Uh, do we want to go check the other path before we start engaging with this? Or do we want to uh, talk to some bear foxes? Well, either way seems dangerous. These, I mean... If if we are here now, and we don't encounter the big big fox later, then all of these foxes can't come to his aid. No, I, I was talking about. Do we want to go down the other path, like check that one out, or do we want to engage with these foxes right here, right now? I say we owe it to the old man to go down the other path while we're here. Yeah, maybe we should check out that other pathway first. Get get the full information, and then we decide which side we engage. Good idea. I like the way you think. You're a very smart man. Time time out, everyone. Oh, wow. Cranky old mage. Five gifted subbies. Thank you so much, my man. Uh, we appreciate it. What does that button do? <laughs> yeah, you just gifted five subs. I hope you meant to do that. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's much appreciated. Um... Yeah, so back to the game. So do you want to you want to backtrack and check that other path? Is that what you're? Yep, it sounds like that's what we. Okay. Sure. Is everybody going? Is. Yeah, I think Artie's gonna like kind of whimper and cry because he wants to play with them, but I think he's smart enough to know that it, uh, it seems dangerous, so he's gonna just follow the group. Okay. Really sad that like tail behind between his legs. If okay. he had a tail, he's not. He doesn't have a tail. Don't, don't worry, Artie. We'll probably be back. Don't worry. All right, and and am I still sparkling or glowing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and and Pip are both. It's yeah. this, kind and of this pulsing, five foot of of radiant light. Yeah, and so I think uh, like as this glitters sparkling from his eyes, like but they're so cute, and his eyes are like <laughs> sparkling with the glow. But then he, he'll follow the rest of the group and not okay. yeah not cause a problem. I'm gonna lean into Victor. Should we tell him that they might want to eat him? <laughs> I, I... I think you should. I think I think it's best. <laughs> yeah. Artie, I, I think just to be safe, don't maybe reach your hand towards the foxes right away, because they might, you know, snap it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'll he'll be sad, but he'll he'll agree. He'll he'll he he's not dumb, but yeah, be sad. <laughs> he's not dumb. <laughs> just sad. No, that's my new. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, as you're kind of walking and talking and doing this, you get back to that main entrance that you were in where you saw the two paths split, you go down the, the eastward right side and it loops around and it brings you back to that same den and you can see where you were standing across the other way. So now as you're staring straight ahead, you see where you were just standing and then now to your right is the foxes that are wrestling and then kind of around them is the, is the way out. Two roads diverged in a yellow road. 
and I chose the one less traveled. Ha! Dumbass, you should go both roads. <laughs> so, I'll leave it yep. up to you. So, are we going down the blood yep. path? Right? Yeah, you, yeah, you've gone down the blood path, and it okay. brought you back to that same chamber. So it's oh shoot, it, shoot, it's shoot, like shoot. a big circle. Gotcha. Okay. And then oh. and then a den, and then the path. Sorry, if I mm. uh, if I so move that. Where, the blood then. Where's that blood trail leading? It's leading to that the main den where they are all kind of uh, out, no, out and like, playing. Where in that den is it leading? Like, gotcha. Does it's going? Does in, it just like, evaporate into nothingness? No, it goes, goes into, into like the pile of of mess that is out in the uh, in this in this fox's den. Okay. It's it's hard to tell exactly like where the ending point is. It it, it gets dragged all the way to where they are. And where they're kind of wrestling, so some of it has kind of been disturbed, um, but you can't see anything that makes a, an endpoint or mm -hmm. or, a, Artie, or a body where it came from. Artie is visibly super excited to take me back to the den. Just like you know, it's kind of like every time you pass by, I get happy and I'm all sad again. And if you go back around and we're happy again, yeah. I, I I I take out the my little pamphlet that has this module in it, and I write down a one for illusion of choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, Artie, do you want to go talk to some foxes? <laughs> I said that at full volume, didn't I? Can anyone speak to <laughs> animals? Good question. I'm gonna double check. I don't think I can. I'll look at Artie first, because yeah, Artie seems the most likely. Ooh. Hey, uh, Cranky Old Mage just redeemed a re-roll. Oh. And now Featherfall redeemed three re-rolls. So if it's we... It's like they, they sense we might yeah. need them. So we have some slow. reason coming hey, up. Hey, slow down, dude. <laughs> uh, that's one, two, three, four, five, six re-rolls. So at any point, if you roll and think you might have failed, um, you have six re-rolls. Uh. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like we're, we need to approach these foxes. Um, and so I think, yeah, Artie would, uh, what's it called, offer to go up. Although, to be fair, Artie does not have any particular uh, abilities to talk to them uh, that no one, that anyone else would have. He just really likes animals. Um, I mean, if you're willing to do it and no one else is going to, I'll cast a spell on you. Okay. But that's as long as we know that we're sending you in. I mean, uh, I don't have to go alone. Does anyone want to come with me to this potentially dangerous discussion? Most animals don't like me. <laughs> I think they know that I'm not natural. Uh, I, I look around and feel a pressure of like, so you're going to send, so Mr. Paladin, do you, are you going to send the uh, Artie all alone? You're, you know, uh, it probably it's probably proper for Paladin to go and assist with conversation and diplomacy, isn't it? All right, so I'm gonna give uh, Artie a pat on the shoulder and uh, cast protection from evil and good. Ooh, nice. Can you remind me what that does? Uh, until the spell ends and it's concentration up to ten minutes. Uh, one willing creature I touch is protected against certain types of creatures, including aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. 
The protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target can also uh, not be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target's already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw okay. against the effect. Okay. All right. So, uh, I take it back. Um, I, I think I missed something. I actually do have a once per day speak with animals that comes with oh. my subclass. So, uh... Artie just remembers that he can do that. I oh. apologize. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, so what are you doing, Artie, as you're kind of uh, stepping out in front of everybody else? And so I think he's pretty used to dealing with, you know, wild beasts. So he's kind of uh, cautiously approaching, uh, kind of like not showing any signs of aggression, kind of staying low. Um, and then, yeah, I will use my once per day uh, to cast Speak with Animals, okay. which I just posted in chat. Okay. Um, and it, so it lets me talk to Beast, um, let me see, uh, they can give me information, um, I can persuade them, but they, they're not under any particular, like, charm or anything, I can just communicate. Okay. Uh, right. And so I'll just kind of come up to them and go, oh, uh, hello there, um, like, uh, hello there, uh, my fine friends, and kind of, like, go low and okay. non-aggressive. <laughs> the two that were playing that were closest to you stop in their tracks and they both kind of turn and face you immediately the hair on the back of their their uh mm -hmm. their necks holy cow friendin oh five gifty oh, subs thank you so much my man uh oof okay sorry that stuff catches me off guard uh but thank you it's very much appreciated um yeah they they step up they they kind of get in that attack stance immediately yeah, and I'll back up and go, whoa, 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 I, I mean you no harm, like, uh, please, mm. like, uh, we, we're just here, um, as friends, they all say. They begin to snarl and growl at you. It's best mm. you leave. Um, and, uh, I was gonna ask, did, um, Alistair come with me? Uh, are you next to me, like, or am I just by myself? Here? Uh... You know what? Sure. <laughs> I'm um, here for emotional support. I cannot speak to animals. Yeah. And so, so I'll turn to you and I'll, I'll let you know. They're asking us to leave. Um, they seem kind of angry. Oh, why are they angry? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I will relay that back and be like, like, oh, no, calm, my friends. Uh, we mean you no harm. Why are you so angry? Uh, give me give me a persuasion check. Sure. And, and we'll say with advantage, since you are actually like speaking to them in, in a a form that they can hear. Okay. I'll make my first roll of the night. So with, oh my god, uh, with advantage I got a four. <laughs> That's uh -oh. with advantage. <laughs> oh jeez, dude. Oh jeez, dude. Yeah, we've uh, got. Oh. <laughs> we there is wait. a re-roll in chat. There are six. Yeah, of I was to gonna say. Exact. Okay. Uh, are you guys cool with me using one but, of those for this? We have Yeah. <laughs> Then I shall re-roll, please. Okay, yeah, please. <laughs> okay, with advantage, I got a 16. All right, uh, yeah, that's much better. Um, <laughs> it's best you leave. They continue to, to uh, snarl through, through their teeth. Nobody can really make out what that snarl translates to except you. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and party. I think I, I would ask, like... Um, are you are you okay here? Uh, are you are you prisoners? Um, like, mm. is there any way we can help you? We can come and go. We are too far gone. Uh, and then I will relay that back to Alistair, um, saying that um, 
I think they they might uh, they're saying that they're too far gone to be saved. Uh, great paladin, like there must be a way that you, as a holy man, can save these uh, bees. Ah, yes. Well, it you know it's never too late to. Uh, I'm, I'm like I'm like sidling around, like looking at <laughs> some of the origins of where this blood is coming from with my dark vision. Mm-hmm. Am I seeing bodies? Like human bodies? Um, you see remnants of, but it seems to have there. It, it kind of like gets spun around and, and uh, dissipated through the dust, but then it picks up another pool next to that backpack that's towards the back of the, uh, the cave. And at this point, the other three kind of stand up behind it, hearing some of the snarls come back, and now all five of them are up and staring at the two of you. Oh, they, they, they've moved into flanking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, oh no. Um, well, Do they all look pretty aggressive at this point? Um, yeah, especially the three that just kind of joined. The other two, they've kind of, you know, uh, released a little bit, but they still have that very defensive kind of uh, demeanor to them. Are they all oh. grouped together? Uh, the two are out in front, and I, I would say like 10, 15 feet behind are the other three. Okay. Um, I'm gonna keep a, a spell lined up in case any make a false move. Okay. Yeah, I think too, um, at the side of them being aggressive, I, I would try to back up in a way that they're still kind of all in front of me without getting flanked. Still trying to be, like, no, no quick movements, you know, trying to be very slow and cautious, right? Oh my god, I'm laughing at... Uh, someone in chat said that we should try to seduce them. And I was just... Well, oh, sharks are rad. Wait, like, did, you, no. did somebody say seduce? Oh I can god. do that. Now, you know what? I, I think you're right. Um, the power of love is stronger than anything. <clears throat> I comb back my hair. <laughs> well, hell, now, come down, calm down there. It doesn't need to come to blows. We can be perfectly reasonable with each other. I'm sure you can understand me, even though I have trouble understanding you. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be translating it in wolf and like, like they're trying to like translate uh, it back for the wolf so they can. Re- we we can come to a conclusion that will benefit both parties. I say, and I would like to use one of my abilities. All right. Uh, <laughs> charming distraction, <laughs> and I, oh I would God. like this uh, creature to give me an intellect saving throw. Okay, um, so we we lost Crow for a second. Their Discord audio went out. We're going to keep going. Um, I know the, the cameras are a little funky, but uh, uh, they're, well, they're back already. Um, so they have to give you an intelligence saving throw? Is that what you said? Yes. Oh, geez, this is not there. Um, there excellent. I, I rolled, Welcome back. I rolled a natural one. Okay. So they fail. So this, this creature is charmed by okay. me. For six, no, I'm sorry, ten whole seconds. Oof, magoof. Okay, yeah. So you see that that one up front that you've been communicating with, uh, mostly, um, already, uh, really kind of ease back, and you can see him uh, kind of chirp over his shoulder, uh, and and says something uh, to the likes of, "Let them, let them pass, let them pass," and he's he's relaying that kind of uh, relief to the rest of them. Yes. And I'm going to, uh, by the way, I'm going to just go, uh, we have some friends that would like to let you, like, uh, walk by without any trouble. Um, I'm going to go let them know with your generosity, and I'm going to slink back, <laughs> like, the little 
piece of shit that I am, and I'm going to go back to the others. Yeah, I'll okay, come but... to you. I'm gonna just to be clear. I'm gonna back up to you, like so facing, but we'll come back to the party to let them know. Okay, there's uh, a bunch of evil. There's a bunch of evil Gumiho right, right over there. They, they have said they're far too far gone. Uh, do we want to do anything, or do we just want to go around, or what? I mean, technically, they're just kind of eating. I see uh, nothing wrong with that. I, I'm pretty sure that was our job to deal with. <laughs> points to them like with a thumb is like doo, doo, doo. you will yeah, notice that yeah. none of none of these foxes have nine tails i see was not in the job description let them go yeah because i think Artie will mention that they did mention they were cursed or that they were too far gone and so possibly they might be cursed or something like that so okay well uh, in that case, well, we have the generosity um, of them. That charm spell has worn out by now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. let's hope it continues. Let's go. Walk on through. Okay. Okay, so we're slowly back out. Yeah, they, they've all kind of assembled in this line that kind of giving you a path uh, to the other side where you can see some of that, that daylight that is back there. And, um, uh, so... Make it, make it quick. Go ahead, Victor. What were you going to say? I'm so sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, I have this power thing called Mage Hand, and it's supposed to, like, let me, like, use, like, I don't even know, pick yeah. up an item. Yeah. And so you said there was a bag. Yeah. Can I use that Mage Hand to grab the bag Definitely. while, yeah. while we're it. walking through? I love it. Um, so is everybody wanting to pass through? And if so... Uh -huh. Uh, Victor, yes, definitely. As you're kind of in the middle, uh, you start your arcane casting of this mage hand, and this ethereal kind of uh, ghostly hand comes out and travels through, picks up the bag, and I imagine you're going to have it travel behind them. Um, and yeah, you see this, so everybody else sees this floating bag behind these, these foxes that are uh, kind of all watching you as you are all passing by. I bet my <laughs> Does he have to make a stealth check at all for that, or sleight of hand? Uh, we're just we're just gonna let it happen. Uh, all right. Maybe typically, I, I, but I, I, I like just super hard, like just like full on distraction. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think with uh, the charm roll and Artie's uh, speak to um, uh, animals is is kind of all has got their uh, attention on them that your mage hand is able to go off without a without any notice. Awesome. Go team. Um, so if you're all funneling out, which I think is the way we are going, well done, avoiding an encounter. Um, <laughs> uh, in the backpack, <laughs> if uh, you want to open it, you see a loaf of bread that does have uh, some of the makings of mold around it. You see uh, an empty water skin. There is a journal, and there are three bottles and then there is a little uh, a scroll of paper. Oh. Is he yeah, sharing this or is he keeping it to himself? That's up to Victor. Oh, no. I automatically hand it off to... <laughs> take it, take it. Already. Can, yeah, we can share do it we know, Everyone Do we know what the it. bottles are? Because I don't think the monk ever specified what the bottles were, the potions. I am know. proficient in herbalism kit. Can I like do a check to yeah. um what skill or um, that probably I'm... wisdom. 
I'm also proficient in herbalism. Am I able to give her advantage? Yeah, yeah definitely. Let's do it. Uh, 22. Um, you can tell that these were once potions of some kind, but uh, through time they've become inert. Uh, there's not okay. a, a whole lot of uh, uh, magical properties left in them. No wonder why they died. I gave them water in bottles. I want to um, hand them to Alistair and say, you could probably convince someone that these are real. Why would I be able to do that? It's just water. I mean, I'm not, I'm not any good at lying to people. Uh, I'm going to pause us there, uh, Robo. 20 more. 20 more dollars uh, for surviving the potential fox fight. Uh, yeah, well done. Way to skirt and encounter. Uh, thank you for the donation. I've added the tally to a roll. Um, so w w who else is uh, dealing with these, the contents of this pack? We've got the... The potions, we've got a water skin, a journal, a loaf of bread, and then there is a scroll of paper rolled up. Hmm. I'll take the can, journal. Okay. What is? Can I take the scroll of paper and yeah. see what it's on yeah. it? Um, so the scroll of paper looks like a map, and it and it the end point would be the homestead that uh, is cursed. Right. So that that's gonna help. Um, and then the journal contains uh, kind of mad ramblings that only get more and more mad as you uh, thumb through the pages. And it talks about a man's family and how they were suffering from a curse due to uh, their father's wish for a daughter. All their valuables were placed in a dowry for the girl, and the brothers were left with very little besides uh, the ranch. Uh, they also believed that the father was under the spell of a beguiling demon fox that would lead to their ruin. And it just becomes more and more incoherent after that. It just um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Does Alice share this with everyone? Yeah, yeah. I would read it out loud. Okay. Hmm. All right. Is when we hear this, does the bag look like it was ripped apart, like somebody got attacked, or does it look like somebody might have transformed into a fox and lost their bag? No, there there are a few like holes in it which would be you know you could identify as bite holes that uh All right. yeah yeah it, i think it, Artie would ask too since um it was alice that read it um did they mention how many brothers like maybe five brothers <laughs> and then kind of nudges back at the wolves um it it doesn't say an exact number uh Kiki oh, okay. with 20 more more wild magic they say <laughs> are we seeing what's on the scroll uh the scroll the itself scroll is, is a map to the the homestead okay well was, was there a fourth object in the backpack um there was a loaf of bread and an empty water skin it was like the bread just okay. gonna take it if nobody else will. Yeah. Just gonna pick the moth mold off and yeah. eat it. Go ahead and give me a, a D10. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for bread. So a nine. So in Tasha's there's a magic mushroom table. That's what I'm rolling on here uh -huh. for the moldy bread. So a nine. As you pick the, these pieces off, you could feel your your hands start to uh, kind of come alive with some tingly uh, feelings. 
Um, you've just cast detect thoughts. Detect thoughts? Can yeah. I, like... <laughs> I, I'm not sure what that means. Can I, like, look at somebody and see if I, like, can see what they're thinking? Yeah, so you learn the surface thoughts of a creature. So as you maybe right. focus on any one person, you kind of learn uh, what they're thinking in this moment. Pip's going to walk really close to Alistair and, like, <laughs> stare at him really closely because she wants to know if he likes her or not. What is he <laughs> thinking? <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if we skin those those foxes, those werefoxes, if we'd be able to get any money for the pelts. Oh, the little one's standing next to me again. Man. <laughs> you, you I like that you always tell by the, the jingling of the, the, the bells. Also, I have the strong urge to pat them on the head, but they'll probably break my hand if I do it again. Maybe I can do it stealthily so they won't notice. <laughs> Slowly starts reaching hand up to head. <laughs> Pip just like brings her quarter staff around and just pushes his hand away, like shakes her head, jingles. Okay, yeah, I think that was com I, I think that was coincidental. They didn't notice. Sl you slide, Alistair. <laughs> Are we too far away to like read the thoughts of the foxes? Uh, yeah, at this point, I imagine you've kind of been walking and and taking care of this stuff. So yeah, you are a ways away from the the cave. Um, and uh, what what is Elsa doing at this point? Uh, Elsa is following along with the group. She's kind of keeping up the rear, making sure that the foxes aren't going to come after them or okay. anything, or nobody's following them or watching Good. to see, because she's just shining the, the shield back behind us a bit to like spotlight behind us and okay. see what's going on. Also, I'm going to uh, re-up on my shillelagh spell because it's definitely been over a minute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And while you are casting that, go ahead and uh, give me a D100 roll. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> re -lalele. I like that robo. Nice one. re uh, 38. 38. Um. <laughs> I'll say any any bits of of light or any of you that were were still shining, uh, Victor. You're glistening. Any of that all fades and goes to this dull kind of drab. All the light just follows out of all of it that is around you. Uh, oh, to complete darkness? Not uh, no. There's not darkness around you, but anything that was kind of illuminated just faded out. Am I like going back to normal? Yeah, like... so you're back to your golden dragon form, um, and that, right. that silvery uh, uh, layer is now gone. Okay. Is the light spell on my pendant still on nope, active, it, or is it out? It, it falls out. Yep, and on your shield Everything falls out. Yep. Oh, can I try to redo the light spell on my shield, or is it fizzle? Yeah. So as you as you cast light again, it it almost like this this uh, orb of light goes to uh, attach itself to your shield, and it almost crackles into a cold, and then crumbles and falls to the ground. Hmm. Uh, is it well, too dark to see without dark vision, or are we fine? No, you're you're out of the cave now, so you're back into daylight. So you don't need the light, right. but uh, you just notice that some sort of arcane thing is is kind of pulling the, those light sources away hmm. all right just to test can i do uh 
prestigitation again and just make like a little spark in my hand. Yeah. As you do that, that spark again, like crackles into this almost like a snowflake and then crumbles and falls into your hand. Hmm. It it never never sparks. Can she try again and just make a like little object in her hand with the same spell? Um, Yeah, you can make the object, but anything that is light based or, or illuminates anything seems to be. So it's just light. Yep. All right. Does the temperature feel colder? Nope. Nope. Just those, those casting of light. It, it almost like, uh, a a deep freeze, like, a um, what am I thinking? Dry ice or, uh, like a, a really quick cryo freeze just, and then it crackles and falls down. Doesn't change the temperature around anything. But, Hmm. As you guys are, are, are all moving through and following the map, I'm, I'm going to kind of push us forward, yep. uh, paying attention to the, to the clock. Um, uh, you see where the forest begins to end, and there is a clear cut of acreage. Uh, looks like a homestead. And from this distance, it's evident that the ranch was here, and it's been long abandoned. Uh, it's in a state of disrepair. Shingles are missing. Um, the corrals are empty of livestock, except for one... Uh, unidentified creature that you can see in the back. Uh, there's some laundry that's still hanging on the line. Uh, they're all tattered and kind of billowing in the gentle breeze. So you do see this this homestead. Great. Right. And you Are said that we, we saw a creature. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Can I make a perception check to make sure that nothing's around us? Yeah. Anybody else that wants to can as well. Sure. Okay. Oh, God. That's bad. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I rolled a one for a six. So. <laughs> okay. I, I'm wow. Architecture. <laughs> yeah. I, rolled I rolled a 15. What was that, Pip? 15. 15. Anybody else? Six. Eleven. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Elsa, you, did you roll? Yeah, I rolled a 12. Okay, 12. Victor, did you roll? No? Okay. Um, you know, can, can I use my re-roll, actually? Yeah, yeah you can. Okay. We, still have, we still have four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're good. All right, 15. That's better. <laughs> Yeah, so you see, uh, I'll give you a little more of uh, what you see here. You see a single-story house. You see the corral, and in the back of the corral, you do see a cantankerous old mule. You're welcome, Typo. (laughs) (laughs) You do see a mule back there. Um, You do see a front door. You see a side entrance to what would be a cellar. And then there is a barn behind the corral. Uh, but you don't see any other uh, uh, animals or beings, or you're not getting that same feeling that you were once getting of being stalked uh, now that you're in this this opening uh, uh, acreage of the homestead. All right. Is there anything unnatural that we sense around us besides the light and the um, lack of animals? Um, not with a regular perception check. It just seems to be like... It, it is eerie because there is this homestead kind of tucked away that is abandoned. I think that would give you enough thought of, like, people once lived here that you know are no longer. 
but other than that, you're right. not getting anything uh, a weird. Oh, are we going to make our way over? Sure. Yeah, let's go. Let's head towards the homestead. Well, I guess we need a, the, the music for this one. Get the uh, scary music, guys. Will it, will <laughs> it take long enough here. that I would have time to ritually cast Detect Magic again? Uh, you can. I mean, it, you're kind of... We, we could say you were doing it as you travel and, yeah. and just okay. have that keep going. Um, let me see here. Detect Magic. Nothing... There are a few... Um, blips coming from the house inside the house you can't really tell at this distance you can just get this faint arcane kind of uh aura that is shining from inside the house okay there's something magical inside um i say we go check it out then and let's let's head towards that uh that that magic so we yeah i guess uh already will start heading towards the house itself and uh Ask Alice to kind of uh, guide uh, where uh, they're picking up on the pings. Yeah, I'll join that way. Is the door locked? Yep. Um, as you approach the house, the door is not locked. Um, you're able to kind of pop it open. Um, and you see the house. <laughs> the house. Um, it is a single-story house. Uh, there are There's a hallway that kind of heads to the back. Um there is uh, a large kitchen and a dining area, and then what looks like two different, uh, what would be bedrooms um, towards the back. Um, there is a pot that is simmering on the wood stove um, that, that does have a little bit of, a bit of heat coming off of it, you can tell. Um, everything's kind of been overturned in the house, like any kind of furniture has been knocked over, and there are muddy footprints that track through um, that look like small humanoid. Barefoot. Hmm. And then there are how also, small? Um, like childlike. Huh. Like not right. uh, not adult sized. Um, and you do you do see there are two bedrooms towards the back. So it's kind of this big open kind of kitchen dining room kind of family area, and then it opens up to a hallway in the back. <laughs> it's a barefoot. I, I I grab Pip's hat to hold them. Don't eat the food. I'm let go. Good Pip just kind of deflates and sinks into like the collar of her coat. Oh, great! It's just, now it's just it's just like collar and hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, remembering back to the story, um, Artie will turn to Alice and be that that uh, journal you read. It mentioned uh, wanting a daughter of some sort, correct? If if, if that's right. Um, yes, and that seems to be what brought about the curse. The family putting all of their savings into a dowry for a child that didn't even exist and leaving the sons by the wayside. Yeah. Um, and I, I think every, everyone's came with us, right? It sounds like everyone's there at the house. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I think I will point out the food and be like, I think someone might be here. So let's kind of be on guard maybe like just be careful um, seems like a child should we see if they want to play <laughs> another donation from star thank you we're not in oh. kansas anymore all right um, <laughs> totally true yeah who um, would who would like to go check the back rooms 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll Pimple go was the thing on the stove what was magical? Um, no. You continue to see those blips in the back room. Okay. In one of the back bedrooms. I shall so follow you, the blips. Yeah, as you make your way, uh, there, you go down a hall. There's a door to your left and your right. The blips are in the left-hand side, which looks like to be the master bedroom uh, belonging to uh, the parents. <clears throat> um. The other one, as you look in, it does have a set of three beds uh, that are all kind of lined up against one wall. The other one has a bigger bed, and then it has a smaller kind of, uh, uh, and not not a crib, but a... Uh, Trundle a, a, bed? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, next to it. Um, uh, hmm. As you look into that room in the uh, the, the, the parents' bedroom, those blips seem to be underneath the bed. And if you pee, are you peeking your head in at all? Yeah, I'll kind of yeah. um, kneel see, down, look under the bed. You see on the wall, before you get to that point, you see on the wall hundreds of tally marks that are on the wall, just kind of etched into the wall. And as you uh, peek down and look under the bed, you see two eyes staring right back at you. Yeah. Are, are you here to help or hurt me? Ah. Uh, is... It's already Alice and me in the room there, right? Is anyone else with us? It's mm, a good question. I think Elsa. Elsa's there. Uh, oh, Victor Elsa. and Alistair, are you staying out in the main area? There's also another I... bedroom, if you guys want. I, I think Alistair is checking the pot. What's okay. I think I was helping him check okay. that. Part. Perfect. Yeah, you. Uh, we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to you in the kitchen. Uh, we'll go back to the bedroom. So Pip, that answer. So Pip is going to kneel to look at the child when she hears him as well, and she's just going to play like weird music box elevator music because again, it's all she knows, and just okay. like make a little thing to like lure the child towards them. Perfect. Uh, and Alice, what are, what are you doing? What are you going to ask? Um, are you, uh, was it Gumiho? Gumi? Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Um, yeah. Uh, my name is, my name is Aitra. And you can give me, one of you can give me, you can both give me persuasion checks or... Uh, one of you can give it with advantage. I'll leave it up to you. Let me see. <laughs> I'm going to let the more finesse people <laughs> handle this as I kind of lean back against the wall and watch. I'll do it. Yeah, Artie doesn't do well with the uh, little kids. <laughs> we have a two for persuasion. I can do it with advantage then. I got a four. All right. Okay. 18. Ooh. Um, I... And she begins to, like, crawl out. And as she moves, you see three potions that are lined up behind her. And that's exactly where your detect magic was going to. Uh, but she starts to crawl out. I, I'm not the Gumiho. It, it, it haunts these woods. Are you, you're here to help me, then, I guess. Yes, we were sent to, to lift the curse. And the curse. Yes. Oh, good. Good. 
Are you here by yourself? Yes, yeah, I'm all I'm all that remains. Kind of like look at the other two. Okay, I think uh, Ardelia is always suspicious of little children anyway. Uh, and so, um, do I still have those bugs talking and the advan advantage to insight? Um, or did that go away? <laughs> I'll say you still have it. Okay, I'm just gonna look at this kid and just kind of get a beat on whether or not uh, the kid's right. telling the truth give, or not. Yeah, give me an insight. Yeah. Go, Again, go if, even if it was a normal kid, I would be suspicious anyway, but okay. here, insight. <laughs> go, go ahead. Say the line, these bugs tell me this kid's a liar. <laughs> I, I'm, so I got a 15. What do the bugs tell me about this kid? You, all of a sudden, you hear, like, you feel this scurrying down to your ears. Ugh. And you hear. <laughs> She's lying. She's lying. Ooh, I'm going to drop to all four and start growling like a dog and say, both back to uh, Pip and Elsa, I believe is in the room, and Alice, and say, uh, this I, I don't trust this kid uh, at all. <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna say exactly what, what Alice. How could you not? How could you not trust I'm, me? I'm gonna yeah. use my eyes of the grave again. Does she light up if she's undead? Um, what's the what's the distance on that? Sixty feet. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> she does not light up, but okay. below below her, in what would yeah. be the cellar? Uh, I would not see that. If it's if it's behind total cover, I can't oh, see it. Oh shoot! I'll give it to you anyways. Um, let's just say there's holes in the floor. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, there, there. yeah, yeah. This house is old and and kind of disheveled enough that there are enough uh, kind of holes in the floor. Thank you, Bravo. That you do get some some pings coming from uh, the, what would be the cellar, but not not from her. Um. All right. So I ask her who she is. Who are you? Because they told us that they didn't have a daughter, right? I, I'm, I'm Aicha. This was my house. And the, the Gumiho killed my parents. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Please, let's... We can't, we can't be in a large group like this. We... It it, it 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 will track us. It will it will definitely come and get us. How are you taking care of yourself? I've I've been able to move quietly throughout the woods and and at the right time and be able to uh, forage enough and I have some uh, soup soup out there on the uh, on the stove. Pip kind of leans forward a little bit and just pokes her hands through her cloak and just goes, how do you feel about liver? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What, what is liver? I, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. You you have one. I, I have one? What, what do you mean? In, in here. She points to her own stomach and then at theirs. Oh uh, no! I would. Why would I eat my own insides? I, I thought you were here to help. I thought you were here to help. And as she is now kind of getting agitated, you see, uh, kind of fall outside of her shirt a a necklace or a string that has a a ring of keys on it that she quickly tucks back in. Um, I thought you were here to to help. Immediately grapple the child now. 
Tim never said anything about eating livers. What brought you to that idea? Ooh, nice. She asked if I like them. What? How do you feel about them? Oh, I like them where they are, I guess. And at this point, you can see she's kind of like vis visibly confused and like, if 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 you're not here to help, please go. It you're only attracting the Gumiho. Please. I know it's your father, and I know you want to protect him. But we need to end this curse, or more people will die. Elsa kind of steps forward, looking at the kid, and is just like, "What's in the basement?" Mm. Those are, oh, oh God, um, and give me a persuasion check, and I'll say either you can oh. roll it, you you can roll it, one each, or you can roll with advantage. I want to give would... them advantage, whoever the okay. other person is, because so I have negative persuasion. Yeah, yeah I think uh, either Pepper, <laughs> Alice, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. Either. 20. <laughs> let, the, <laughs> let the Warforge do all the persuading. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Um, huh, it don't, don't go in the cellar. They're, those are people that didn't help that are down there. And, and my, my dad is dead. It's not the Gumiho is not my dad. What? My family was killed by the Gumiho. We found his journal. Or maybe it was your journal. I No, I don't have a journal. I was, I had a question, uh, like if Pip can still read minds, because as we were traveling towards his house, they got that ability. Yeah, is that still lasting? Uh, no, that that was a detect thought that that began and ended with uh, Alistair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Hmm. Um, Elsa's gonna go and look for an entrance to the basement. Um, you would have you would have seen the the stairs that go down outside that has like the the barn doors that close like a, a storm cellar. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna go, go back out to the kitchen and. Uh, Look over at Alistair and be like, "Hey, basement time." Uh, <laughs> Walk well, outside. That, well, that was going on. Uh, Alistair would have been looking through this uh, pot real yeah. quick, to, you know, try, trying yeah. to figure out what's what's cooking. Yeah. So before Elsa gets out there, back out there, you see in this pot are like some uh, some tubers, like some roots and and some hearty uh, kind of vegetables that have been foraged. Um, no, no. Meat proteins uh, of any kind in there. Well, this doesn't look like any liver I've ever seen. What about you? I look to the person. Uh, who's with me? Uh, Victor's Victor. Mean, yeah. mean. No, it doesn't. Mm -mm, and it doesn't look that good either. I don't think I'd like to dig in on this. It's not that rice. Good, good. Have, have at it. I mean, uh, it's probably not poisoned in the slightest. Mm, no pass. <laughs> Anyhow, I wonder what the others are doing. Uh, I believe this point where Elza yeah, comes at that point. At that point, <laughs> uh, Elsa. Yeah, you make your way back out there. Ah, hello, he hello there, Elsa. What? What's, what seems to be the problem? Uh, there's undead in the basement. 
undead, you say? Well, I yes. might happen to be my specialty. Oh, good. Might as well. You want to go get some action finally? Perfect. This I'm sounds like a the... job for a paladin and a cleric. I'm going to check this part out while y'all go do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for me. Check follows along after Elsa to rejoin the group. So that leaves and... Alice and yeah. uh, Artie in the room with the girl. Pip and Elsa and head out. Um, Alice, what do you want to do about this kid? Uh, I don't really trust her. I'd like to borrow your keys. No, they hmm. they go they go downstairs. You don't you don't want to go down there. Please come 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 with me. We need to leave here. We need to go to the barn. Why? Because the Gumiho attracts. Uh, the, the the large crowds. If if we move in 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 twos and threes, we can we can make it to the barn. The Gumiho is coming. And at this point, Pip, Elsa, Alistair, are heading outside. You get outside and you see uh, some cellar uh, doors that are locked. Locked. You is, anyone, say. is anyone good at pick locking? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm I'm totally able to pick a lock. I'm gonna <laughs> catch Shillelagh again. All right, and I'm gonna beat the fuck out of that door. And <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, give me um, give me a strength. It's a strength check, but I'll say with advantage because you have Shillelagh your uh, your club there. That's a thirteen. Yeah, you're able to two two hits, uh, and then on the second one, kind of coming backhand, uh, that lock just kind of clips off and the doors are now uh open or not open but they can be opened rather (laughs) would pip remember approximately where alice and who was it already that stayed with her yeah we're in the room yeah they they remember like what direction they are like is it too uh, far you're kind of in the middle of the house is where the these doors go down and they're more to the the left of you all right pip's just gonna cast message real quick and then she's going to say the coop is open mother hen the coop is open <laughs> <I'm down there." laughs> and then we'll cut from there we'll go back inside with uh um sorry alice Sorry, new names, new character names. Alice and Artie, you're in there, and she's like, "Please come, come with me to the barn. We, you don't want to go down there with your friends, please. Uh, the the Gumiho is coming." Can Victor make his way in there and say, "Hey, did you make this pot of soup? Is, it, is that a yeah, yeah, yes, I made it. Um, but please, we have to. We cannot stay here." And she's gonna start to walk towards the door. Uh, and whoever's next to her, she's going to grab your hands. Come on, please. We have to we have to move. Yeah, I think uh, being caught off guard, I think Artie will go with her um, unless someone tries to stop her. I'm going to kind of like look at Artie and be like. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I because I, um, I, I am kind of curious what's in the barn. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we should go with her. I'm not sure. So, yeah, she grabs Artie. She grabs your hand, and Alice. She grabs your hand, and starts to kind of like urge you down the hall as Victor's coming in. Oh yes, you you can come too, please. But no more anymore. They'll they'll be able to track us. Please come on. And she's going to start pushing through the hallway 
and towards out the door, towards the direction of the barn. I'm just going to give a shrug to Alice and just keep following. Cause, I yeah. want to get down on one knee and like eye level, eye level with her. And I want to say, if the fox is in the barn and you're trying to feed our livers to it, there will be consequences. <laughs> no. No, this is to... This is to be safe from the Gumiho. Trust me, I've, I've... I've survived this long. I'm not going to let you, uh... Uh, get me killed now. And she's gonna kind of, like, pick you... Like, urge you to stand back up. Come on, please. I'll go with. Okay. I wanted to know if she needs to go to the bar, and then why was she just cooking the soup? Why was she not already headed towards the bar? Um, I would have been able to finish my soup, except you all showed up. Yeah. So she's. Yeah, so I think more curious than anything, Artie will go with her to the barn because okay. right. um, he's kind of caught off guard. All right. Is everybody else following? Mm-hmm. Okay. I follow Artie. That's there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys. She, she ushers you out the door and towards the barn, which is on the opposite side of the house. We'll go back to the other side. Uh, how how are all of you proceeding? Uh, you've you've picked the lock. You've sent the message. Pip, Alistair, and Elza, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I will boldly take the lead in this, uh, I guess, and I will go forward like the brave paladin that I am towards this undead um, horde. Okay. As he's talking, you can see one of Pip's feet just like push him towards it. Like, go on, then. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going. You don't need to push me. Okay. Just make sure that you're right behind me. Um, go, go, go ahead and give me a D100 roll as you're the first one stepping down there. Okay. Make sure that happens. Just a reminder to anybody watching, if you'd like to donate, uh, get some more random rolls. It goes to code 2040. It's been a while since we brought it up. So, uh, that was a 74. Oops, I spelled that wrong. I did. 74... There you go. That's how you spell it. 74 of doom. <laughs> One random creature in the region gains the ability to cast telekinesis. Uh, so y- you feel this weird feeling over you. You can cast telekinesis uh, once Holy within the next oh. 24 hours. Um, so, yeah, you come down. And is everybody else coming down behind you? Yeah. Yeah. So the, cell- the cellar is uh, you get down there and it's this grisly sight. You see chained in. Uh, the different corners of the room, uh, four human beings that are kind of chained and, and propped up, uh, uh, clothless except for a, a loincloth. Abdomens have been gashed. They're, it almost, they almost look in, like butchered animals. Um, there are, there is, all their chains kind of go to one big pulley that's in the center that is keeping them propped up. Um, and that's what you see in front of you. Uh, oh, moly. Is it dark is, down here? It is fairly dark, but we'll say, uh, you know, we'll we'll treat it as dim light as there's enough kind of, uh, there. there's a few cellar windows that are very small that are letting some light in. There's some creaking in from the, the cracks in the floorboards above. Um, I'm just going to, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, since someone, I forget who said that there was undead in the cellar. Yeah, that was. Are there uh, any, like, stones or anything on the ground or like debris like big enough um yeah there's there's some like 
old discarded crates. There's some uh, old flower sacks. There are a couple, you know, um, you know, rocks that have kind of been gathered through through time. Can can Pip grab one of those and just kind of toss it at one of the bodies to see if they move? Yeah, you you do that, and it uh, it kind of uh, animates itself, and, and you it oh. pull, pulls taut the chains behind it, and all the chains that are connecting it from the center of the room down to it go tight as it reaches forward to you, uh, being stuck behind you know as it gets to the end of its pull, and then that triggers all the rest of them so now four of these uh these humanoids are sitting there trying to reach towards you we'll pause there we'll go back to the uh to the barn hurry quick we have to run Come on. we can't be left outside here for too long and she's bringing you into the barn going past the corral with uh the the donkey that is there into the barn please come 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 quick close the door behind you yeah, I think I'll skeptically follow, but be kind of wary and see what's yeah going on. So she's pulling us into the barn to close yeah. it and kind of yeah. hide there. Yep. Um, I'll give a look at, look at to Alice and and Victor and kind of gauge like, do you guys want to go in here or what do you guys want to do? If you don't come no. in, you, if you don't come in, the Gumiho will get you. <laughs> I want to try to like communicate with my eyes. Like I absolutely have no trust in this child, but I'm going to go in anyway. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm feeling too. I, I don't quite trust her, but there's obviously something in this barn. So let's go find out what it is. All it's right. kind of what um, let's go. Lena, so let's go. Lena, thank you for the $10 donation. Here goes nothing. Uh, they say, uh, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Your random roll has been added to the tally. Um, so yeah, she pulls you in. There is like uh, old uh, hay bells that have through time kind of fluffed uh, off into just randomly dispersed they're no longer in bail form um but she comes in and she closes the door behind there sit be quiet we have to be quiet and we'll go back to our group that is down in the cellar so all these four creatures reaching out towards you all right so immediately pip would have just thrown another rock and then what is alistair gonna do uh could i make a religion check against these undead to yeah. get it try to figure out like okay what's been done to these guys and perhaps why has this been done it's like okay is, is the gumiho trying to like re-harvest and then re-harvest livers or something here uh give me, I, yeah give me that religion check okay could i and, give an advantage with that and check too uh I yeah we'll say you, you both are kind of like looking at your individual uh zombie folk okay all right religion that's a nine. <laughs> do you have a you have advantage? And we, uh, do yes. have, we do have re Oh yeah, I have the reroll. Yes, I will use that reroll. Definitely. So you have three rerolls left. Fifteen. Fifteen. Way better. Yeah, a little better. You can tell definitely their their livers have been harvested. Um, why they are strung up, you you can't really tell. It's almost like a game like uh, some kind of weird game they've been playing with them get them into the shackles and then they're not like full-blown zombies but they are on they're, they're they're teetering on that line between um uh live and undead oh my gosh wait 
Are these still conscious people? I, I would say they're beyond that. They're in some sort of weird kind of trance, but there's no, like, magical trance over them. For mechanical purposes, they are zombies, but to see how far they are gone, um, you can't really tell from where you're at. And I should say, Debbie, $25 uh, dollar donation. Thank you so much. Thanks for hosting the fundraiser for Code 2040. Uh, Debbie, thank you for uh, taking part in it and, and playing with us and hanging out and donating. Uh, totally appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, so there we are. Oh, um, it, would seem, it would seem that these undead are not quite fully undead. They're caught between the, the boundary between life and death, trapped for an eternity of suffering. No. Minds too broken. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm continuing. Uh, you, you go. Elsa <laughs> uh, is just interrupting you mid mid monologue. Just no, <laughs> pulling out Shillelagh okay. and going up to hit the first one. She says, right. "All of these must die." Okay. Uh, yeah, give me an attack roll on that first zombie. Hey, Blue Nova, thank you for hanging out. Uh, have a good one. Oh, I don't know why I was on advantage, but I rolled a ten. Uh, that hits. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so. Nice, right? 11 magical bludgeoning damage. Um, yeah, so for the first one, yeah, you kind of... You, you cut... You club through half of it, and its arm, like, detaches from its body. So now it's like... It's, it's got one arm that's pulling it back now, and it's, it's now moving at you kind of, like, with half its body. <laughs> the other arm, the half of it, the arm is laying on the ground now, kind of dangling as its wrist is still in the shackle. Anybody else want to do anything while you're in here? These these zombies can't move, so I'm not really I'm not going to have you roll initiative. It's how how far do you want to take it here? I just going to like and doubts how much you can bludgeon something to death <laughs> that's already been headed. Um, I am just going to raise a take like, reach back, grab my lance, and just okay. one by one, just through the head. Okay. So yeah, we'll kind of like uh, we'll 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 veil that and and say your time down there is spent kind of discarding these um, some more grace, not gracefully but with more reverence than others, um, but taking care of. Uh, while you're doing that, we'll cut back to the barn. As you guys are all in there now, the door is closed and she's sitting there, um, behind you, jumping through the uh, the windows that are in the back of this barn. Three Gumiho with nine tails, one of them oh. bigger than the other, jump in mm. and immediately start to attack. So we're gonna go ahead and the three of you that are in there, let's roll initiative. There it is. <laughs> I, I said it, I, I didn't know if I was gonna say it, you know, after yeah. we, we diplomatically avoided the first encounter. Um, so I'm gonna add you manually into there, so, cause we don't have tokens. Sure. So, um, Alice. Uh. And then we have, um, how do you spell your name, uh, Robo? Uh, yes, uh, you can put A-R-D-Y, R-D. A-R-D-Y. And then we have Victor's in there as well. Um, Alice rolled a 20. Nice. Um, mm. Artie rolled a 21 even. I was going to say, 20 is good. <laughs> um, Victor rolled a 14. So we have, let me add a, a, a Kumiho a 1. Kumiho mm. 2, Kumiho 3. 
should the uh, the other three of us roll and uh, we be treated as surprised? Uh, yeah, we'll I'll get you in there. They're gonna get a couple rounds because you you were doing your dispatching down there, um, and then yeah, then we will get you in. They're all going to be on the same. Do you mind if they're on the same? No, just roll. Let's, let's mix them up. I like it when they're mixed up. I don't. Can I ask a question? Yeah, I'm sorry. So I have like another like power thing called message. Okay. Like, I don't know if this we're far enough or not, but can I like send a message to um, one of them, letting them know that we're being attacked? Um. By... Yes, you can, um, but we're in initiative now, so that means everything is uh, in order. So when it gets to your turn, you definitely can. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Artie, you are first. What would yeah, you like to so do as these three jump in and pounce, and the one in the middle is kind of bigger, uh, burlier, snarlier, all the errs. Yeah, and if they if they look that they're agitated and they're obviously aggressive, um, I'm I'm gonna attack back, like you yeah. know. And so, um, I think uh, first I'm gonna whistle. This, this is kind of my role play. Um, and summon my forest, any kind of little creatures that are around to gather my swarm. Come to uh, me. You can let me know. Is there like rats or squirrels or anything? What's yeah, all this like? Definitely. I, I mean, this is a this is an old barn. There's definitely a lot of uh, yeah things for rats to feast on. So some rats. definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, and so then uh, for my action, or actually for my bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark okay. on, um, here, I'll put it in chat. Oops, that's not it. Sorry. There, there's chat. Uh, and I'll cast it on one of the smaller, there's two smaller ones, right? Uh, yeah, there's two that are flanking the big one. Yeah, so maybe, like, I guess, let's just say the left uh, smaller one, okay. and I'll cast Hunter's Mark on okay. it. Um, just remind me, we'll say that's uh, Gumiho number two. Um, two. Okay, let me write so. that down myself. Yeah. yeah, so all hunters mark number two. Number number um, one is the main, and then two is on uh, their side, left. and three, yeah, two is on their left, three is on their right. Okay, and then uh, I'll um, whip out my short bow and just shoot uh, okay. an arrow at them. Okay, um, so give me a D100 roll first. Oh, shoot, okay, before that, let me <laughs> cancel that. Uh, D100. I'll try to weave this into your attack. No. Okay, no problem. It better be good then. I got a 70. <laughs> good. Uh, Xander, thank you for the, the donation. Appreciate it. Um, I've added it to the tally. A 70. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So go ahead and make your attack. And, and okay. let's see if you hit. Yep. So I'll pull back uh, an arrow and I'll let it fly at normal. I rolled a, uh, a, tw a 14 because of my fighting Ooh, style. Just hits. Okay, so it does, um, on its own, it does uh, 10 damage plus 3 from... So what happens is, as I shoot, all these little animals start attacking as well. It's part of the Swarm Keeper's power. Yeah. And I do an additional 3 damage from little animal bites, I nice. guess. Nice. Okay. And so it's a thir 13 total plus the Hunter's Mark, if, if you want me to roll that now. Yeah, and coming out of that as well, you notice there are like these little uh, dung beetles. That, Ooh, that are okay. coming out with the rats and the mice and, and some of the others that are, are coming out with it that are going to cause some poison damage on the uh, the Gumiho. So nice. Okay. Go you ahead. want me to roll something for the poison damage? Yeah, so well, it's a or... D6 of poison damage. That Another D6? Yeah. So go ahead and roll all the damage. Okay. And this is Gumi Gumiho number two. Yep. Okay, so along with uh, the bugs. So I do 13... 16, uh, 18 points of damage total. Three of that is poison damage. So how, mu how much total? 
Did you uh, say? 18 total. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and now you see, like, these, all those creatures and bugs are now, like, kind of swarming over, and you can see it trying to, like, bite over its shoulder and, and get nip some of them off of it. Uh, it. It takes a pretty good chunk. Yeah, and I think uh, as I do that, I'll just shout something like, a, we could have been friends, and then that's it. And then my turn's done. <laughs> oh, uh, why can't we be friends? Um, Alice, that leads us to you. All right, uh, I want to uh, angle just right... Uh, move so that I can cast Tasha's Caustic Brew at all three of them. All right. Uh, uh, what, is, that, is that a line or is it a cone? It's a line. Okay. Um, it's a 30-foot long, 5-foot wide okay. line. Yeah, so you have to kind of like move over to the Go side. Go to the side, yeah. Yeah, so you can get across them. Yep, you're able to get all three. And so, I want to turn and look back and say, looks like your father and brothers are here. Uh, give me a d100 roll as you do that, and then I'll roll their saves as well. Um, it's a DC 14 dex save. Uh, ooh, two of them pass. Let's see the third one. Um, nope. So number three does not pass. One and two pass. I got a 38. 38. Let's see what we can add to this attack. Um... The third one that saved, the reason it saved, these two, these strands of hay that is all strewn about kind of manifested into two arms that came in and pulled it down to the ground. And now it is, uh, it's uh, restrained on the, on the floor. And that's why it missed and got the other two. Um, so the, the third one is restrained down on the floor. Um, so go ahead and roll damage, whatever your damage is going to be. So it's five. So... It's uh, five damage, but it takes it at the start of its turn, I believe. Okay, okay. So help, remind me if I skip it. So is that it for your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't have any okay. bonus actions okay. to do. So Gumiho number two is going to take five damage. Uh, acid damage. Um, and it, it will take that damage continuously uh, as long as I'm concentrating, as long as uh, it doesn't use its action to scrape or wash off the acid. Yuck. Um, let's see if it's smart enough. What is their intelligence? Their intelligence is not So it is Gumiho number two's turn. It is going to run towards you, uh, Artie. Alice? I Artie, Artie, sorry, I don't okay. know why, because Artie took the, the first shot at it. He's going to run okay. towards you and get in melee range with you. Okay. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. A 22. Ah, you stink. So it kind of gets up in your face, and you can see its eyes start to get cloudy and start to go and wrap around your mind in this uh, weird kind of sleepy gaze. and But you're able to like shrug it off. Um, and yeah, you, you successfully saved and that's its turn. Um, I'm going to go bad dog. <laughs> unfortunate. No. Um, Victor, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. So I think I want to do like a firebolt hit, okay. but then I don't know like if I should do this or not. Cause I had the double in size thing that you told me at the beginning. Oh, and then large reduce. Yeah. 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 Like, so you could. You would do uh, extra damage. 
So I don't know how that works. You just, if you, if you want to do it now, you would just like grow in size and kind of fill up this room and become more intimidating. And you do an extra D4 on any damage that you inflict. But you did talk about wanting to send message to the other people. Yeah, should I do that too? I'll leave can that I do at... both? I don't know. You can't um, do both at the same time. You can't do both. Um, okay. you, you can do one of those things. I'm going to send a message. Okay. Uh, message is an action. Yeah. So it would take your whole kind of your whole turn in sending this message to uh, somebody else in the party. It's important that they know. So I'm going to send the message to Pip right now. Okay. What, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, snap. Hey, Pip girl. These three <laughs> Naruto nine tail beasts is in here trying to get us. Come bring everybody. Save us. <laughs> so. As Pip, as you are helping dispatch of, uh, I'd say you're about, you're like halfway through uh, the four zombies there. You get this, um, yeah, this ping. Pip wasn't, Pip wasn't dispatching okay. any. She was just sitting back, and then okay. she straightens and she goes, "Wrong coop, wrong coop," and she just runs out. Okay, okay. Right. So you you'll have a, a a brief start. Did you say wrong coop to everybody? Yeah, I said okay. it to everybody in the room. Okay. All right, so go ahead and roll initiative for me. We'll get you added. Um, it's going to be a, another round before you get in. Um, okay. Uh, is that, Victor, you can move and you can do a bonus action. And I don't know if you have any uh, bonus action spells. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, take you know I'll just end my turn. I'll just end my turn. Okay, you can, you can move if you want and like get a tactical advantage somewhere. Um, oh yeah, I'm hiding uh, <laughs> behind uh, something. Okay, yeah, there's there's enough. There's like towards the corner, uh, opposite of the way Alice went, is kind of a big buildup of hay that you mm -hmm, can mm -hmm. um, you can kind of like pile up enough yeah, in front of you. That's exactly what I'm doing. You oh. already knew it. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Um, that leads us to the main Gumiho. Um, this one is definitely going to take. Is it an action to take off the the acid? Yes. Um, okay. It is going to use its action to uh, take off its um, uh, the acid that is on it, but it does still take the five, right? Yeah. Okay. At the start of its turn. Okay. So it takes that damage, and then it, it's feeling the burn, kind of gets it off, and it's going to run up towards um, you, Artie, and uh, kind of pack tactics with the uh, the other one. But it's used its, its action. Um, that leads us to number three. He's got to make a try to get out of this thing. Uh, oh, dang, that dice is rolling hot. That's a nat 20. His action is uh, kind of nipping at the hay that has restrained him, but that's its action. Uh, that leads us back to Artie. Artie, are you there? Sorry about that. I had a family thing to come up okay oh, so right. um right. uh, back to me uh i think i'm gonna continue shooting uh, arrows at the one that has the hunter's mark on it um do those weird bugs hang out or that was that just a one-time uh, that was kind of a one-time thing okay so i will just uh fire another longbow uh at the kumiho 2 i believe is what we numbered it um one and two are in your face oh shoot okay so, uh, i already rolled i guess it'd be a disadvantage um how do you want me to do this um disadvantage because I, I shot a ranged attack at it because I, I forgot that they were right in my oh, face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it would be disadvantage because they were um, within Are you cool with me re rewinding that? I yeah, kind of forgot yeah, that they were yeah, in my go face. Yeah, go for it. Um, go so for instead, um, 
Uh, I will uh, uh, use my short sword. Is it okay for me to then drop, drop my bow and uh, sheath my sword instead? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a and that's so, free action, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I'll swing with the short sword. It's actually a 14. Oh, that hits. Just hits. Okay. Um, and so same thing. It's nine damage from the sword, and then it's four damage from the little critters that are biting oh. for the, the swarm. So you're attacking number two again? Yeah, it's looking really rough, that one in front of you. Uh, if we want to go ahead and have uh, Elsa roll initiative, and we'll get you in there as well. Um, yep, and so I'll I'll just do that, and then uh, I'll kind of step I can not step back. I'll you know like be on guard, and then my turn will end. Jeez, Elsa with the Elsa with the crit. yeah yeah <laughs> take that yeah crit. Um, I'm going first. Okay, I think that's everybody. Uh, you are a, you are a two rounds behind, um, Crow or Pip. You're going to be in this order. Um, you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elza and uh, Alstair, you will be in the next round. Are so, we... Wait, so we won't be there yet? No, you won't be there yet. Am I able to use my movement and action to make a dash so I can get there sooner? That'll get you to the barn. So you'll be you'll be able to do an action the next round to for an attack or whatever you want. Alright, can I do that? Yeah, when, when we get... Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, that can leads I... us to Alice. Go ahead, Alstair, what was up? I was going to say, can I combo with that, actually, to, bo to boost a little further? Uh, tell me when we get to your turn. Okay. All right, Alice. Um, I will maintain my concentration on the Caustic Brew yeah. and use my action to cast Firebolt at the one that's in Artie's face and looks rough. Okay. So uh, tell me what I have to do. Natural 20, 27. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> you roll that damage. Uh, do you double the first die or use the roll twice? Because um, roll 20 automatically rolled twice. Let's go with what roll 20 has kind of pre-programmed for us. So 10 points of fire damage. That's enough to dispatch that one of those gumijos that is in front of Artie as this kind of pushes it into the other one and it falls down and uh thank you friendin for another gifted sub appreciate it is that it alice do you want to move um i guess i'll kind of try to come around the side and go behind them okay so that we're not all clustered on the same side when everybody else arrives okay yeah, you're able to kind of move around to the back of the barn. There still is one kind of 10, 15 feet away from you. And then there's one in front of Artie. And then on the other side is Victor <laughs> hiding in the hay. <laughs> uh, so Gumiho number two is ugh. Uh, Victor. That leads us to you. Uh, what would you like to do from your, your hay fort? Okay, so now I want to pop out. I want to be big and strong, okay. and I want to do a firebolt attack. Okay. Wait, is that right? Firebolt? Yeah. yeah, so you are kind of like gathering up this hay in, in while everybody else is acting, and then all of a sudden this huge dragonborn just starts to grow and grow. Think like Alice eating the mushroom uh, that mm -hmm. makes her get bigger, right? Just... And you're almost right. to the rafters in this uh, in this barn, and you just your hand just lights up and you fire this firebolt 
towards uh, are you firing towards the one in front of Artie or the one towards Alice in the back? Um, I was going towards the main one. Okay. So you will And when I roll I'm so sorry, do I make it an advantage since it You do get advantage because of uh special donations that happened tonight. Thank you, everybody that donated. Thank so you, you will roll Firebolt. You'll just click on the firebolt in your in your character sheet. Uh-huh. I think I did it. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not in the chat, so let me double check. Uh, 20? Yeah, so the first one would be at regular, which was a 9, but because you have advantage, you rolled a 20. Definitely hits, and you get to do an extra D4 damage. So if you want to click a D4 in that dice on the left side, um, the okay. same place where we yeah. the D100s. Ooh, another four. So that's eight points of uh, fire damage on Gumiho number one. Okay. It takes it. It's still standing there. It, it's a little beefier, burlier than the rest of them. Um, but it's standing there. What would you like to do? You can you can move. You can bonus action. Or we'll say, we'll say your bonus action was the enlarge. Action was the firebolt. So you have movement left. Okay. Do I stay this big? Like, or is it just a one thing and I go No, back? you'll be this big for... Well, it's going to be this whole battle. Here. Yeah. Well, then I'm just standing tall, and I'm about to go find a good spot where I can't hit my head. Yeah. Um, there are rafters that are, you know, every two feet. Uh, so you're kind of like in between two rafters. Um, Dodging and weaving. There you are. All right. Yep. Uh, Gumiho number one is in front of you, Artie. Um, it's going to take a bite attack at you. Okay. Oh, shoot. Was um, that floor a, dice? A 19 and a 9. Uh, the 19 hits, the 9 does not hit. Nice. Um, you take 6 points of piercing damage as this bite comes in and finds a, a spot free of any armor or clothes. Okay. Oh, jeez. And that's it. That is it. Um, okay. That's its turn. I'll stare. What would you like to do? As you see Pip leaving and... and Running out of the, uh, out of okay. the uh, the basement there, the cellar. With that slightly faster initiative, I catch up briefly to Pip, and I look to Pip in the eyes. Okay, we go, we going to do this the, the tiny shotgun technique or the one-two French dip technique? Pip's <laughs> just gonna go. I have no idea what you're talking about. I gotta go. French dip. <laughs> he grabs Pip. He reaches under, like, towards the cloak, pulls it parts it, grabs Pip's hands. Are you ready? Uh, yes. And then there's a there's a sound of music fills the air as Alistair sweeps around, their cloaks uh, dancing in a flourish. And till the point this these cloaks almost can seem to conceal their both of their forms. They pull in like Meta Knight and then somewhere um, up above the cloak emerges again, reforming from the world as Alistair appears, mid-air, holding a pip in a French dip. <laughs> and I am going to use the telekinesis to push it extra 30 feet on this. Right, oh, I love it. I love it. Feet, okay. And I am going to use my ability. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pedal deck. As Alistair dissolves into petals and forms into a shield of petals around you, granting you 1d8 AC. I like it. 
Wait, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? So get four AC until the end of my next turn. All right. And you are locked to far distance, which I think you can cover the rest. Yeah. Also, uh, Al if you haven't noticed, that wasn't Alistair. Alistair is still back in the barn. <laughs> so I have plus four to my AC. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Cool. Just to be just to be clear, Alistair, you're still in the cellar. Oh yeah. Okay. I can, uh, right. So I am a, a ladrin, and I'm a, I'm currently in my spring form. Gotcha. And one of the interesting things about the spring form is that you, c when you use your face step, you can teleport someone else instead. I. That's right. I freaking love it. Uh, Pip, that brings you all the way to the, the door of the barn, and you, you don't have to use your action to dash. You are there. You have an action. You see one Gumiho down. You see another one in front of Artie that's Artie's like five feet in front of you. You see a gigantic Victor in the corner just like looking at <laughs> looking not to bump their head. Alice is in the other, other corner with a Gumiho uh, kind of close to uh, them. All what right, like so... Where's the biggest one? That's right in front of Artie, which is right in front of you. All right. So she's going to move. First place, when she gets to the door, she's going to see the creatures attacking her strangers. But she thinks they're friends. And she's just going to rip off her ankle-length cloak and reveal that she is just absolutely jacked from the neck down. <laughs> oh, absolutely jacked. <laughs> She rips it off like a superhero. I love it. Looks at the scene, marches straight over the big one, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Thunderous Smite. Mm, cool. And, uh, let me see. Let me yes, I, I love all of this. I love all of this. <laughs> all right, it's lagging. And I'm going to do this guy. <laughs> Pip, more like ripped. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so i'm going to so a i can use thunder with my weapon based attack right sure all right so i'm going to take i'm going to take her quarter staff and she's going to take one solid swing at it with the thunder smite to back it up okay um it is going all to, right is a strength save for the thunder uh smite I think you do the hit It's first. a D12. All right. So the quarterstaff misses, but oh. I'm going to do a, a strength save for the thunder. Uh, the, the, uh, the save only activates if it hits. Oh, is that true? But this, this is yeah, I was going to give it to you just because it's kind of like ringing through the air and rule a cool kind of like, I want to give you some of that. So I'm going to give you the seven thunder damage as you... <laughs> Your your grand reveal of ripped um, comes in, and uh, yeah, so seven points like of thunder that. damage. Although your your quarterstaff hits just next to it, but you can feel the see the reverberation uh, kind of uh, chip away at some of that. Um, Could they? Uh, is there a reroll though? There yeah, do we have any rerolls? Heck yeah, we do. We have. Can three. I use that? Yep. Yep. Go ahead and yeah, reroll that. Yeah, we have some. Yep. All right. That hits. Seventeen. Ooh. Alright. So give me some extra damage. Alright, so D8. Let's see this. And I think they need to save or be not pushed 10 feet and knocked prone. Ooh. Oh, they did not save. 
C D eight right here. Ooh, so eight and come on. Uh, oh, eight. That's fifteen points nice. of damage. Plus my it's D eight plus my okay, so plus three, so eleven plus seven. Eleven plus seven is eighteen. Math is hard. And it gets pushed <laughs> and it gets pushed right to your feet, Victor. As you are this hulking dragonborn staring down at it, you see this Gumiho right at your feet. Is that it, uh, Pip? And it's my bonus action for Thunder Smite, so I, yep. Yep. I can't spend a key point then, I assume. Uh, true. Not totally uh, All right, so that's up on the monk rules, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Gumiho number three is going to go up to Alice. And it comes running right up to you, and it stops, and that same cloudy vision starts to come out towards you. Uh, give me a wisdom save. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Ooh, yeah, that's enough, man. The wisdom save on this is rather low. Uh, you feel yourself, uh, and more maybe that voice coming in your head of that, the soul of the magician coming in and almost like, I'm getting sleepy, like they're, they're being charmed, they're being uh, kind of affected, but your build is able to just kind of like shake it off, and uh, it is just standing in front of you now. Fun uh, fact, magic can't put me to sleep because I'm a warforged. Well, then there we go, it wasted its turn. Uh, so, yeah, it all works out. Um, <laughs> Elza, you are... You see some stuff happening. <laughs> You're still down in the cellar. You can use your um, action and and um, a movement to get to the the gate, to the door of the yeah. Room, if you'd like, so I'm I'm definitely going to use my action to dash okay. with my full movement doubled okay. or whatever it is. Okay. And bonus action, I'm gonna just re up my shillelagh <laughs> to make sure I'm <laughs> ready really. to be someone re re shilly, i already dropped the f-bomb so i can't say it again <laughs> you get one you get one folks <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right that's elza Artie. you have the main one in front of you is looking tough or is looking a rough not tough it's looking no it's not in front of you anymore it's moved to the feet of victor and you catch its eyes and being the ranger that you are and being around small creatures you see um, a little bit of don't say sadness. Sa don't say sadness. Not sadness, but uh, 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 <sighs> of a motherly kind of warmth in those eyes. Uh. That is that is that is behind a this 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 fox exterior. You see yeah. something that's that's pulling at you uh, in a little in a way. You made it so hard now. Now I gotta decide. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think because I don't know. I, I guess I would stop attacking for a second and try to. I guess I use my action to like um, dissuade it because the big one's alive and there's still a small one, right? Number yeah, three. the big one is like at the feet of Victor, looking very, very rough. The other one is essentially untouched. Okay. Um, I think, despite kind of my better judgment, I'm gonna try to use my turn to yeah, like. Talk to the to the okay. fox and uh, thing is I cannot cast speak with animals anymore. But I'll just try to, person like a in my regular common voice, be like a, um, why are you attacking us? I guess and ask the bigger one. In in common, at the feet of you, Victor, <sighs> you this Gumiho 
says, It is the curse. Please, save my daughter. Give her a life that we could not have. Hmm. Okay. Um, and so, would that have taken up my action? I, was gonna uh, say, it's or... a, I think it's a free action to, to speak for a quick six seconds. Okay. Um, I'm going to take that as they want uh, to, <laughs> to end their curse, I guess, end their life. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't see any other way to break the curse, and um, those other foxes were saying... Being, being back in the bedroom, putting mm -hmm. together what the monk told you, and seeing all the tally marks on the wall... You know, this Gumiho is is so far gone. Like there are so many tally marks, right? The thousand livers. There was just mm -hmm. too many to count. There were so many. Like the, they're in this kind of this routine of gathering, harvesting livers. Yeah. That there's there's a there's something inside of this Gumiho that's coming out saying, "I'm too far gone. Save my daughter." Save my daughter. Okay. okay. Um, which actually, where is the daughter? This whole fight. <laughs> she just chilling in the uh, corners. You don't or? see her in the barn anymore. Okay, she's not there. Okay, so I think out of mercy, then I think I'll just. Um, so who's in front of me? Or is so they both pushed you're away? you're kind of here, Victor, and the main one is to your left. Alice and the other one is to your right. Uh, Pip is is um, next to you. Okay. I, I guess I'll just run up to the the larger mother okay. one. Because uh, I have my short sword out, and I'll yep. just attack again with my okay. short sword. All right. Uh, boop. Uh, 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, and so it's 8 damage plus another 2 as the little critters that's, are starting eating on Yeah, that's on enough. And as you're you're driving in the short sword, it almost, like, steps up into you, like, leans up into it and, like, like end this kind of thing, you know? Like, mm -hmm. uh, And that happens, and yeah. she and falls. And I think I'll say, I'll say sorry and, okay. like, kind of start maybe crying a little bit and then... My turn is done. Okay. All right. That leads us to Alice. You have one in front of you. Um, no such uh, uh, remorse or or sorrow or sadness coming from this one. Okay. Um, seeing that, I'm going to kind of figure that this one is probably pretty far gone too. So I'll go ahead and firebolt. That one step okay. back a little bit. It was like ten feet away from me. Yep. Step back a little bit so I can get a little more range okay. on it. Yep. We can do that. Twenty-three. Wish hot. I had had advantage. I rolled a natural twenty on the advantage one. Rolling <laughs> hot tonight. Yeah. Uh, that definitely hits. So go ahead and uh, give me some damage. Uh oh. It. Sorry. It, it's just eight. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Eight fire it's already damage. there. It's already there. <laughs> All right. Um, movement bonus action. Um, I want to just take a quick glance where they came in and yep. see if I see the little girl running away. Um, there's some two. There's two windows towards the back of the barn that are kind of like halfway up, um, and you don't see anything out of there. There is enough hay that you could like just run up and jump out the windows. Um, but you don't see her at all. Okay. I'll just uh, use my movement to climb up on some hay to get up a little bit out of their range. So they have to work to okay. attack me right. if they're Perfect. going to. Perfect. All right. Uh, Victor, that leads us to you. Okie dokie. At your feet yeah. is the dead main Gumiho. There's another mm -hmm. one uh, towards Alice at the back of the barn. 
other than that there's nothing you don't see the little girl either so i'm gonna use a firebolt right okay. can i still do that yep definitely on the last one yep. with advantage okay. yep with advantage oh what the heck is that? Not, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, we do have a reroll. If you'd like to um, use that, should I use that? I would definitely because yeah. you missed both. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna reroll, y'all. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you have one left. That one hits. You rolled a 14 okay. on both, uh, <laughs> but that one hits, and you do pew pew uh, two. But you have an extra d4 because you are enlarged. So go ahead and uh, add an extra d4 damage to that. Okay. And that is right there. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I think Bad that's, rolls. I think we should roll on some, we need to get you like something positive here. So go ahead and give me a d100 roll. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. We Goodbye. Need, we need to spice something up. Uh, 14. Oh, I hope that's good. I don't know. Let's see. Mm. Oh, potted plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you feel super tired. Like there are like, you just feel like <laughs> stones are being stacked upon you. Sorry, man. Nothing good out of these rolls. Uh, just uh, being stacked upon you. And you can feel your enlarged self being shrunk back down to normal size. Not totally yet. You're, it, it's incremental. But it's definitely like, it's, it's very uncomfortable. It's pushing you down. It feels like there are stones on your, uh, on your shoulders. But yeah, mm -hmm. sorry, nothing, nothing good mm -hmm. came from that. Yeah, I, I just want you to know that you, 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 you saw him rolling low, and then you were like, you know what? Let's have him roll wild magic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that. Well, there's there's some good stuff that could have, oh, but not not today, not that round. Alstair, as you uh, are Alstair, as you are approaching, are you are you heading that way? Oh, I'm certainly not dashing. I'm at my preferred okay. distance. <laughs> Alistair lazily jogs up the stairs so he can see inside this barn. Um, as you are approaching nonchalantly, um, Frendon donated $20 to the, to the pool there. Thank you so oh. much. But as well, you see the girl leaving the barn and going around the corner, like up next to the barn, like kind of like sneaking around. Not okay. in a, I'll, not in a, I'm going to go get advantage and stab somebody, but like, I'm scared. Kind of trying thing. to run away. Okay. Alistair sees that and he's going to start going after her. Okay. However, before I do that, I have an action and bonus action I'd like to use with an infinite range spell. Yeah. Um, and can I see any of my allies through that barn door? Uh, yeah, you can definitely see Pip and you can see Artie. Any of those guys have weapons on and currently in their hands? Yep. Pip or Artie's got short sword. Pip's got something. Quarterstaff. Okay. Man, I, you know, I'm gonna go with the short sword. Uh, Artie, you have that right. Yep. yep I do. And you're standing next to the. You're, you're standing next to the creature, right? The dead one. The the, the large one. Yeah. Super dead. Okay. Um. In that case, a uh, crow. I'm gonna use you. Well, <laughs> we're. So you remember? If you remember earlier. There's a point where it, which my shadow was being attacked, and I moved it away. Well, 
I am going to reach up my hand and I'm going to place my hand against the ground. And as I do, a black energy is going to, the black energy of uh, the unseely Fae is going to travel through my hand. And uh, Pip, your shadow animates again. Congratulations. <laughs> as it rises up out of the ground, a uh, quarter staff raise and is going to take a swing. I like it. Please. You can use your reaction to make an attack. It's cool. Okay. Um, we we can we can say you're within uh, a melee range of the other one. You can use that attack right now on the one that's in front of Alice if you'd like. All right. And while you, I go ahead, is does it have to be a melee attack? I believe it can be ranged too. Oh, oh, I thought you put it on on her. Uh, oh, on her shadow. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So if you have darts. Yep. If you have darts. Let's see. While you're while you're doing that, I will shout out. Um, we're we're kind of getting close to the end here, folks. So any uh, last minute minute donations for Code Twenty Forty helping um, uh, people of color and Latinx get into uh, these technical fields and getting uh, those things into their hands uh, would be much appreciated. Um, it, we're getting close to the last call, everyone. All right. Um, is it in range to use the quarter staff, or do I need to use a dart? Um, technically, it would be a dart. Um, I was I was going to give right. you the the melee if that's all you had, but. Right. I could also use a different spell with more attack. It has uh, to be a weapon. Has to be a weapon. Has to be a weapon. Yep. All right, I'm going to use a dart. What is the dart? Is it D4? Yeah, they Yep. Same attack mm. roll as your uh, stats, though, for the, the hit. Attack roll. So what I, I have no custom for that. Should I just put it just, roll just, 1D4? Yeah. Sure. Plus my... Rank? Would it be strength? Uh, it's probably Dex because you're a monk. Yeah, Dex, Dex, Dex. Uh, they're they're not Dex based if it hasn't become clear. <laughs> if I'm able to use strength to throw it. Sure. Yeah, we'll, I'm pretty sure they're finesse. So I'll, yeah, I'll allow it. Right. Uh, strength, yes. I rolled. Oh, oh wait, I have to roll first to see if yeah, it hits. Yeah, we need roll to hit. All right. So it would just be quarter staff roll. Yeah, yeah, it's the same mod. So. All right. Um, Let's see, what was that? That does not hit, but you there's right. one one last reroll. Use it up. Mm, use it up. Use it. Use it. Yeah. It could no, yeah, why not? You don't want to go home with a reroll in your pocket. Yeah, we don't want to have extra. Oof. Oh, it's even worse. All right. But you showed that wall. What's but, up? You did. Um, yeah, she like does another little jig, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> the shadow dances. Um, Lorenzo with the with the donation. Shout out to the charming ripped slash pip and Alstair duo. Um, also, uh, Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, uh, Lorenzo. We appreciate it. Uh, getting us closer to that goal. I think that's we're at we're 120 away. So we we got some uh, the little engine that could. Uh, I, I think we can do it. But again. Only if you're able, right? Um, okay, uh, Pip, that was your reaction, but now oh, it's yeah. your turn. 
<laughs> so what would you like All to right. do on your turn? All right, so there's still two alive? No, there's just the one no. uh, towards Alice. All right, so she's going to walk over, march over to the one near Alice, because okay. she's muscle mode now. And uh, she's going to do another quarter staff attack. And let's okay. see if that works. Much better. Yeah, that one hits. All right. Okay, so 1d4. But oh, 1d8. No, it's not a 1d4 at all. That's beefier. Huh. A two. All right. All right. So a two plus three. Three. Okay, so that's five. And I'm going to spend a key point to do Flurry of Blows. Okay. Do it. All right. Do it. So, so that's an unarmed attack. That one does, so 11. That does not hit. Alright, and the second attack. That one does. 21. Alright. So it'd be another 1d4. 3 plus 3 set 6. Alright. <clears throat> okay. Anything else, uh, Pip? I think that's everything I can do. Alright. It's going to turn to you, Pip, as you are now in its grill. And it is going to do a double bite. One is a natural 19, but the one is a five for a nine total. All right. Misses. The 19 hits, though, right? Oh, wait. What Do I still have the... Unfortunately not. It only lasts oh, a turn. All right. Sorry. Let me see. Yeah, that hits, all and right. I think I have a... So you take... Seven seven points of piercing damage as it's uh maw gets into you uh typo for the 10 bucks thank you my friend we're getting closer right. everyone we're getting closer um how much was the damage uh what, what did seven. i say seven points of piercing sorry seven. i think that's the first time anyone's been actually injured <laughs> i got yeah. i got uh, I, I got, got a Artie. baby bite yeah i got a okay, little baby okay. bite uh, um, six. Yeah. So that leads us to Elsa. What would you like to do? You are shillelied in the door. Um, you yes. see, you see Elster going that way. You see the girl kind of uh, sneaking around, but you also see that last uh, Gumiho in the barn. Now the other two uh, Gumiho bodies are still there, yep, right? They are. So uh, it's like it's evident we've been fighting these. Yep, yep definitely. All right, so I'm just charge with my movement at the last remaining one, and uh, Elsa's gonna raise her shillelagh up and just, and as she does, I'm doing a bonus action to cast spiritual weapon. So a massive magical bastard sword materializes right above the the fox demon monster okay. like right. the square above it five feet above and it's gonna just come right down sword in the stone style through the fox as i connect the shillelagh with its skull so Ma maximizing yes i love it all right do it <laughs> so i rolled the shillelaghs to hit that was a 24 to hit definitely hits and or that was the spiritual, spiritual weapon, weapon and the shillelagh is a 21 to hit both hit all right so 11 and 6 damage 
respectively. So 17 total. How do you want to do this? I, just what I said. <laughs> just just sword said. in the stone uh, through the shoulder yeah. blades so to pin it. And just... <laughs> in the 11th hour, here comes Elza running in and just like flying through the air and so much is just happening and just... Boop, 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 and uh, drops this last Gumiho down. Um, Can that, you spell kill steal? <laughs> that is it. Um, we're gonna. We are out of initiative, um, and and I'm looking at the time, and I know it's we've almost four hours. Like uh, this is unheard of. Um, so I do want to kind of like push this forward. I'll, I'll give you some options here to kind of how would you wrap this up. So one is the the girl is kind of moving around. Um, what would you knowing already what you know that. Uh, the Gumiho said, what would you want to do? I'll stare. How would you uh, get the girl? And what, what is the plan here? So uh, let's, uh, let's yeah. kind of put a bow on this and, uh, and figure out how do we wrap uh, this up? Alistair is going to uh, slink off at like, as everybody's like celebrating the fight, Alistair's going to slink off to the side and he like moves through the bushes to where the girl is. And rather than this vibrant glowing, uh, Bay. his hair has like turned this like dark color and his eyes have taken on a soft like white like a white rose actually and he like lean he looks down and like leans down hey are you all right i'm i know that's some scary things have been happening uh does the girl say anything uh yeah she she's visibly scared um, did, did you help my mom? I did everything good. Was, was your mom in the basement? Or was she no, the, she uh... Was, she, she wanted me to lure you all into the garage. She was very sick. We, we helped her. Garage, she's, the barn. She's, <laughs> she's in a... Uh, I'm I'm I am so sorry. She's in a better place now, though. She's no longer in pain. She's no longer in the garage. <laughs> Alistair is going to like reach out to the child and like, with this this aura of sadness is going to like is sweeping around him, and he's going to like hold the child close and he's like, "Listen, don't let anyone ever tell you this, but it's okay. To tell you otherwise, but it's okay to cry. Feeling sad. Bad things happen." important to let it out okay okay and yeah she does she kind of like like nestles into the nook of your your arm and your body and and begins to cry and at that point anybody else what would what would you be doing how do you want to wrap this up i think the only thing knowing that the child um the last request of this fox mom was that she wanted her uh, cub or minor kid but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for me to feel anything, I'm gonna think of her as a cub. I'll, I'll want to get her to safety and kind of yeah. um, find her a family. Yeah. So that I wish not to kill her. Okay. Um, so that's all. A anyone else? Hip would just collect her coat and go after Alistair. She would want to help the kid get into like a town and a family, okay. but then carry on. But when Alistair joins the party again, he is carrying the kid, and he is he is returned back to that bright, overconfident uh, self. 
okay. Eladrin people. <laughs> <laughs> and he smiles. Things are better now. We've done our job, and we've saved the day once more. And we've murdered a girl's family. I mean, what? Don't worry, she's asleep while I'm saying this. Well, um, <laughs> and we murdered a girl's family. So... <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh. Um, you, you kind of... You loot the place, but in a very respected manner. You do find the dowry that was buried... Um, you, you, on your way back, you take a, you stop by Bayex at the, the monk. Um, he is willing to adopt this child. Um, there's a belief that, uh, she is a gift in, uh, kind of, um, she's seen the dark side of this curse and she is a gift that can be, uh, um, kind of used for cheaping or for teaching. Excuse me. It's getting right. <laughs> you know, you got chat going, you got your brain over here, uh, used for teaching and kind of to, uh, seeing the, what can happen. Right. So he's willing to adopt if, if you're all good with that. Uh, if the yeah. is all good yes. with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Alice go ahead, is going to take yeah. out the journal and, uh, just write brief, a brief paragraph at the very end about how the curse was ended um, and then give the notebook to the child. Awesome. Uh, yeah, she, she clutches it and keeps it and recognizes the, uh, the handwriting and um, yes, and knows whose it is. Um, oh. Anyone else want to do anything here quick with the monk in this area? Otherwise, it's... Uh, yeah, Els is going to set up uh, like a schedule to come and check on the girl and the older man every now and then. She's just going to make like a pilgrimage oh, from nice. the church yeah. back and forth because he's older and you know, and she wants to make sure that he's okay while raising a kid and the kid is supported. So she's going to like kind of keep in contact. Nice. Um, yeah. A few years after that, you know, you come back a few times, but then a couple years down the road, um, you see a new monastic order starting up, uh, the Temple of the Fox. Um, and it's, it's uh, Ache and, and Bayek, they're working towards restoring the balance between nature and civilization um, with this, this new look on life, with this, with this idea of seeing what the dark side uh, has. And they're, they're working hard to kind of make sure that doesn't happen again. So... I think that's going to be the end of it, folks. I will say this before I thank the players. I do want to get people in chat. Code 2040 for that last giveaway. We didn't quite make our goal, but that's okay. You all are awesome people. Uh, and we want to we want to get that those uh, those nifty gifties into your hands. So code 2040 in the chat, and we'll, we'll figure out a winner for that. I do want to look over to uh, my players and say thank you so much for being a part of this. I know it ran long, but, you know, we were, we were RPing our butts off, having a good time, uh, embracing the characters and having fun. Uh, so hopefully you all enjoyed it. I had fun, uh, and I hope you did too. So. Yeah, but G -G for sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the thank game. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, uh, Typo. What do you yeah, got? There was one really important question I needed to ask. I mean, like, knowing the fate of the girl, that's that's fine. That's cool. Um, what was the reward? 
<laughs> Alistair get his extra mule. You, you you took the mule from the uh, the barn, yeah. so you do have a mule. It ah. is. It it doesn't have a whole lot of time left, but you do uh, get the mule. You do find those potions that were under the bed. There's a potion of fire breath, animal friendship, and oil of slipperiness. <laughs> you know, have fun with those. Um, but and you do get some. You know other little things the dowry is worth a little bit if you wanted to keep that or give it to the girl but anyways that's it uh i will i'll plug this one more time this comes from the uncaged anthology it's called a wild hunt by cat kruger uh check it out on dm's guild if you like um thank you so much for everybody that donated uh randomly generated just told us the roll 20 fundraiser is currently up to twenty four thousand eight hundred and sixty six, and we were a chunk of that and i appreciate all of you for uh, helping that out, um, and and uh, uh, M Vic, nice job on your first D and D session, man. Uh, I hope you had fun. Thank you <laughs> I did. Thank you all for all your help and bearing with me. Yeah, no, you did great. There was uh, there were some key moments in there. We all you all shined. Um, but anyways, I think we are we're waiting on to, to find a winner. But I think stick around, please, because we are going to go raid somebody. Um, and we want to we want to pass that love forward. Um, I think it's I I'm, I'm waiting on confirmation from. Uh, <laughs> oh hey, typo. You're the winner, my friend. Oh, congrats! Look at that. You have won. What did you win? Um, the skull splitter mug and the and a twenty gift card to Fountain Manor. Nice job, my man. Um, nice. I'll stare for the win. Um, <laughs> it's all coming up, Alistair. <laughs> um, the most undeserving of all. <laughs> are we raiding? I need. I need to know. Are we raiding? Yep. I like to think we are raiding. Okay, ready to raid. Let's. Hey, send us mm -hmm. on the way. Um, thank you all. Stick around. Tell them uh, Featherfall sent you, um, and tell them how much fun you had. <laughs> you don't Thanks, have to everyone. do that. Just tell them uh, we sent you. But uh, I think we are raiding roll twenty. Um, so. Right. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Happy holidays. We are out.